Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Coogan Nation. Time to rise and shine and start your day with Duval Sports Media Big Steppers. Dan Hickett. You know it! Jeff Prosser. It's a big deal. Gosh, it sure is a big deal. And E to the T. E.T. is in the booth. <laughs> It's go time, Guggen. I hope you're loading up the trucks right now. We got a blackout. We're, we're 14 hours away from Blackout City here at Jacksonville FLA. As your Jacksonville Jaguars take that Monday night football primetime stage for the first time in a long time. What's it been, 2011? Too long. Too long. And while you were sleeping, ladies and gentlemen, guess what happened last night while you were sleeping? Uh, did you wake up this morning and realize the Kansas City Chiefs now got four in the lost column? They got four over there on that loss side now, falling at the Packers last night. So what does it do? It bumps the Jags up to the three seed now uh, at eight and three. The Ravens at nine and three would be the two seed. And Jacksonville plays them here in a couple of weeks. It's one step at a time. Tonight, not a baby step. It's a huge step as we, <clears throat> listen, I, I, we've had playoff games. We've had, uh, we've had some Thursday nighters. We've had some London games. But Monday Night Football tonight is a chance for the country to take another opportunity to evaluate just what we're doing down here in Duval. You're going to get a chance tonight. Look, the Bengals are beat up at quarterback, and quarterback makes all the difference. But uh, all the ins, the outs, the angles, it is a blackout tonight. If you go into the game, they ask you to wear the black. The Jags are going to wear all black. they got some sort of light show. They've got uh, scheduled with, uh, with you and your cell phones tonight at the game. It's going to be a rocking atmosphere. I think the team is ready. I think they, they will respond. But that NFL is a tough business, man. And yesterday's results around the league and, you know, the shifting uh, playoff fortunes of some show that we are in for one heck of a sprint to the finish line at the bottom of the playoff fields in both conferences. I mean, you right now in the NFL, if you're one of those teams down there within a game of 500 either way, you're a, you're a two-game winning streak away from being in the playoffs. That's kind of how it's worked. Teams go from, you know, three and five to five and five, and they're in. Look what the Colts have done. Colts were sitting at three and five. They won four straight. Minshew Magic has got them in the seventh spot. <laughs> Minshew threw for like 300 and two <laughs> That's what he does, man. <laughs> Just runs around out there, doesn't he? Uh, but the Chiefs losing last night is big news because that, that's the one team that we can't um, stare down in a tiebreaker. It, it's all there in front of the Jaguars. They have the Ravens. The, uh, if the Jags win tonight, that will be two nine. And well, we got a week to go. Got to go win at Cleveland. But first things first, I don't, I don't mean to get ahead of myself, but it's fun to, to think big picture when something like what happens in Sunday Night Football happens and the Chiefs just don't look right. They, they don't look right yet to me. saying that all season. By the way, I, I don't mean to get ahead of myself, but if the Jags do win tonight and go to 9-3, and three, I don't think they are the three seed. I think they start to win tiebreakers against the Ravens and the Dolphins. Take the Chiefs out of the tiebreaker factor, and I, I believe the Jags win tiebreakers over both the Raiders and the Dolphins based on conference records. So, gosh, shame on me. I've got a lot uh, bouncing around my head. Today's show wrote itself this weekend. And I'm about to get to what is really 
top story in the screaming media of sports talk here in just a second. What you talking about, Jeffrey? I'm talking about, I think if the Jags win tonight, they may very well take over the top seed. I mean, they're sitting there at three because they're eight and three. Dolphins, Ravens already done. They're nine and three. Uh, quick research for me, uh, E.T. Hit the Google machine, and then I'm about to go off. Yeah. Heads to Google. Yeah, you head to Google and tell me if the Jags went tonight, or the Jags the take over the top seed. There's somebody's probably written some sort of article or notes column or or something. I'm pretty sure you go to conference record. The Jags would have a seven and two conference record. The Dolphins would have a six and two conference record. Uh, the Ravens would have a six and three conference record. The Jags have a tougher strength of schedule. They have a uh, they have a larger strength of victory. So I don't know what tiebreaker you would use that if in a three way tie. Uh, the Jags wouldn't beat out the Dolphins and the Ravens. So, yeah, let's just add that to the excitement. we got to get it confirmed here. Confirming. Confirming. But I believe that when we do, I think it'll show that Jags, yeah, would be the top seed if they win tonight. Again, this is a unconfirmed research. I hadn't got that far because it's a different uh, set of standings that certainly have caught so much attention this weekend. And, I, look, you're supposed to build to a crescendo, I guess. Yeah, first with a win. The text yep. line is confirming. Uh-huh. Yeah, we got the tiebreaker over Baltimore and Miami. So, yeah, if you if you win tonight, baby, we're going to be the top seed. That's what happened when Kansas City won last night. Uh, more unbridled enthusiasm coming your way here on the Monday morning. Yeah, a one seed with a win. Wow. Had, golly, look at where we are. I am ready for some football and some MNF tonight on our own home field. First home Monday nighter since what, 2011, right? Isn't that what we said? That was, I bet, the Ravens. I was at that game. Pretty sure the Jags won a game. This is a great trivia question here. It is the Ravens, right? That was the last Monday nighter? Let me find out. Yeah. Pretty sure it was It was a low-scoring slugfest with the Ravens on Monday night that the Jaguars won, but the trivia question is, who was the Jaguars coach that night? That's where it pays to have, you know, Big boy sitting here in the morning to remind you. There's a little trivia question for you right out of the gates. Who was the Jaguars coach the last time they won a Monday night football game? The last time they played in a Monday night football game? I'm pretty sure it was a win, a low-scoring win over, gosh, uh, Ray Rice and the boys back in the day. I'm pretty sure. Could be wrong. There's a, there's a Chargers game rattling around in there, too. There is. Is the Chargers the last Monday nighter? Yeah, the Chargers was the last Monday Okay, nighter. was there a Ravens Monday nighter? Before that, and that, yeah. So, and they won that one, didn't they? Yep, 12-7. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? 12-7. 12-7, low score, uh-huh. right? And then the Chargers, Vincent Jackson beat them like 28-13. <laughs> 38-14. 38-14, right, yeah. So, but the Ravens game, the last home, uh, the last Monday night win, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the coach on the sidelines that day? 2011. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Uh, already wrong answers on the text line. The answer isn't who you would think if you just put the coach. It, w- it was not Jack Del Rio. It got to be an interim or something. Pretty sure it was Mel Tucker. I was going to say Mel t- It got to be. I'm pretty sure. Now, the, the text, the, the te- you know, the JD other saying Jack Del Rio in the storyline is whether or not he'd get fired. Now, I think he got fired before that. I think Mel Tucker was the coach on the sidelines for that Monday night win. Um, yeah. Here we come with some uh, confirmation on that. But, yeah, that's, that's how long it's been. Mel Tucker, he's done a few things since then, hasn't he? Shout out, Mel. How about Mel's up and down ride since that, um, that Monday night win the last time. All right. 
you know, you're supposed to build to the conclusion when you're making a point. You know, you're supposed to, when you're, when you're combining all the elements to put a storyline into proper perspective, sometimes it pays to build to your moment, right? Yeah, I'm going to eschew that. I'm just going to go mic drop here at 612. I'm going to give you the be-all, end-all, inarguable point of why the Florida State Seminoles got absolutely screwed by the committee yesterday. First, I'll say this. Settle down, Bama fan, Texas fan, any other fan, Washington fan. Y'all settle down. Two things can be true. The SEC should be in the four. They have proven that. It does matter. You can tell yourself it doesn't year to year. Okay, well, year to year, the SEC rolls into the the final four and and wins it. No matter who they send, no matter what seed they are, there's been some years, there's been two SEC teams playing for it. I promise you the winner of the SEC, when it's two heavyweights like Georgia and Alabama, the winner of that game deserves a spot. You make a spot for them. Okay, that statement and the following FSU got royally screwed, can both be true. One, I I wouldn't turn my attention to those two. That's not the problem. This isn't an Alabama FSU problem. It's first and foremost a committee problem, and now the mic drop, okay? If you can make this make sense, we'll move along. The committee... Sets the rankings. They've been doing it all year. They set rankings on Tuesday night knowing everything that there was to know about these football teams moving down the stretch. They knew that FSU was without Jordan Travis. They knew that FSU's offense seemed to struggle a bit in a win in Gainesville. Tough environment, rivalry game. I get it. And after they knew that Texas was going to play, for the Big 12 title. They knew that Oregon and Washington were to meet in Alabama and, and Georgia and on down the line. But let's just concentrate on one particular issue here. This committee who set these rankings themselves told us Tuesday, way back on Tuesday, that FSU was number four and Texas was number seven. Well, it turns out, I mean, uh, I mean, it's just bold face, capitalized, screaming from the mountaintop. What a bunch of disingenuous liars. You cowards. Here's why. So the committee says this team's four, this team's seven. Team number four, with their third string quarterback, but a dominant defense, beats the number 14 team in the country. They drop a spot. They go from four to five. beating. A top 15 team, not by the media, not by the power rankings, not by FBI. No, the number 14 team in the country that you guys say is the number 14 team in the country. You, the committee, ranked them number 14. FSU beats number 14. They drop one spot from four to five. The number seven team in the country, Texas, beats the number 18 team in the country. E quick math. Who does the committee think is better, the number 14 team Louisville or the number 18 team Oklahoma State? Their rankings. (laughs) Their rankings? Yeah. They put Louisville 14, they put Oklahoma State 18. Uh Who do they think is better, Louisville or Oklahoma State? 
Louisville. They think Louisville's better. You're darn right they do. Uh-huh. So FSU is number four. They're in. They beat the number 14 team in the country. They drop one spot. Texas is number seven. They beat number 18, and they jump up four spots. Yeah, that's wild. No, it ain't wild at all. The committee is full of spineless <laughs> liars. There is no other way to describe it. Too cowardly just to come out on Tuesday, bite the bullet, and put FSU at number six. We're sorry FSU had a great year, but no matter what happens this weekend, we don't think without Jordan Travis that the Knowles are capable of playing with the top four teams. If they'd done it on Tuesday and withstood the Fuhrer, at least FSU'd have known. At least the Knowles and I, well, we better win 52 nothing and hope some things happen. But they were too cowardly. This isn't something that they're reviewing and rewinding three weeks later, man. Tuesday, they told us FSU was four and Texas was seven. FSU beat a higher-ranked team than Texas. They fell a spot and Texas jumped four. That makes no sense. What that tells you is, all along, the committee thought Texas was better than FSU. They have to. Nothing happened this weekend to change that opinion. You're just a bunch of liars. Mission Pest Solutions brings us the pest of the day. This That didn't even do it justice. I'm not a litigious person. You're lucky. If you hit me in a car wreck, odds are I ain't going to be coming at you with, you know, one of the blanks and blanks from around town. It's just how I am. Whatever. I'm not sure if I wasn't FSU, I would sue the NCAA. I would sue the college football committee because I got tangible facts here. You said we were four. We beat number 14, and we dropped a spot. You said they were seven. They beat number 18 and jumped four. This is a million-dollar penalty on a millions-of-dollar penalty on us, our conference. Rumors are that the ACC members on the committee are anti-FSU because they know the the Knowles want to leave. So much wrong here. During none of this am I saying that I don't think Alabama should be in. But then I got to get down this. There's so many things that happened here that screwed Florida State. You know who else screwed Florida State? Georgia. Georgia and Alabama screwed Florida State. If Georgia had won, here's another thing with these liars. If Georgia had won, I really believe in my heart of heart, hearts, if Georgia had won, they would have kept it one, two, three, four. I believe that. If Georgia had beaten Alabama, Georgia would have stayed one, Michigan had been two, Washington had been three, and FSU with their win would have been four. Nice and tidy, four undefeated, power five, conference champions. Alabama's not in the discussion. Georgia has claimed a spot that the SEC deserves to have. And Texas with their one loss would have been out. But by Alabama winning, the committee now has an uh uh-oh moment. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We know Alabama should be in that four, but wait, Texas beat them straight up. How can we not put them in? So if you're an FSU fan, when you were watching that thing get unveiled, and if you were watching as it happened, when you saw Texas three, you should have known you were cooked. I did. When Texas was three, it meant Alabama and the SEC, as the SEC champion was going to be number four. And the SEC champion who just beat the number one team in the country that had won 29 straight games, and that's all comers along the stretch, including all of them this year. You deserve to be in. I would have, look, so so Georgia beating Alabama, boy, that really was a, 
that that was really bad news and bad luck for FSU. Georgia wins that game. We don't have all this. They're not going to put Texas over FSU in that scenario. I don't believe they can't uh, in any way justify. This is indefensible. It's indefensible for you to rank a team four and seven, for them to both win, and the four who beat a higher-ranked team by your own measure gets dropped, and you jump the other one four spots. You are the biggest bunch of bold-faced liars in the history of organized sports. You're as corrupt as the IOC. You're terrible. And if you want Alabama in and the SEC champion in, that's fine. That's fine. Then you're going to have to overlook the the home, you know, because you beat a team. I don't understand this argument. It only applies. There's so many things that only apply to college football. And I know I'm going on and on here, gang. Allow me the platform. So many things about college football I don't understand. But this notion in college football that if you have a head-to-head win, you're definitely better is foreign to me. It's not like that in any other sport. E.T., take me back to this year's NFL season. By the way, college football is NFL light. They're paying them millions of dollars. They're selling their game. They're going to a 12-team playoff. It's pro football, man. NFL diet. It's, in, it's, it's right. NFL light is what it is. But back in week three, Alabama lost at home, by the way, to Texas in week two. Jalen Milrow hadn't fi- figured it out yet. They were making a quarterback transition from Bryce Young. I mean, there was a lot going on early. Alabama's caught their stride late. I know they had a lucky win. Guess what? So did FSU at Boston College, maybe even Clemson. They all have had those two. So I'm not getting into all those. Every one of those teams in the top have had near misses except for Michigan. Okay? But in week three of the NFL season, who, uh-huh. who did we host? Here in, in Jacksonville. C.J. Stroud and them Texans. Yeah, huh? we, we hosted the Texans. That's right. And how'd that game go? Did we lose 37 to 17? We got kicked in the face. They beat the hell out of us, didn't they? Here on our home field. So clearly, Houston's better. If we're going to just announce the new playoffs now, the Texans got to go in over the Jaguars because they beat them head to head. But mm-hmm. then what happened? They played them again, didn't they? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and who won that game? Uh, Duval. So I guess maybe just because Houston beat Jacksonville in week three, that maybe just maybe it doesn't guarantee mean that they're better. Yet somehow in college football, because Texas beat Alabama on their home field early, that guarantees they're better. And in no world should Alabama get in over them. It's just so convoluted. Next year, it'll be a 12-team. If it were me, by the way, I'll just do this. All the results being the same. If I were, were if, if they'd have said, Jeff, we're a bunch of blooming idiots, not to mention liars. We've got ourselves in a big jam here. We're just going to let you put in the four. Here's how I would have done it. Mm-hmm. I would have Michigan one. I would have Alabama two. I would have Washington three. And I would have FSU four. I don't know why it's any crazier for Alabama to be one spot. You know, <laughs> again, are you going to put it all on head to head, Texas and Alabama? I know, I, I just that doesn't make sense. Or as sports fans, I, I, rather than just fall back on, well, that's the way it is in college football. I mean, really use your brain for a second. Do you always believe when one team beats another that that team's better? Do we believe that every time? Is that right? Y'all think the Packers should go to the Super Bowl for the AFC? They beat the Chiefs last night. Stuff happens, man. You leaving Georgia out? I, it's Thank you. What am I going to put, two SEC? Then I'm sitting I here, know. SEC homer. By the way, for the record, man, I don't like any of y'all's teams. I got no passion here. FSU, Georgia aren't going to the four? Good. Fair's fair, though, man. Bigger than that, in this committee, and their boy Boo 
can all go to hockey sticks, man. I feel you, FSU fan base. I feel you. I hate for sports and courts to interlink. I'd sue the pants off of any and everybody. I'd bankrupt some so-and-so because there's evidence here. You had us four. We beat 14. You dropped us a spot. You had them seven. They beat 18. They jumped four spots. We went through the season undefeated. They lost a game. I'd ask you to make it make sense, but that would be impossible. We'll hear from Trevor Lawrence here. The blackout. Monday Night Football coming to town tonight. More college football, you know, reflection. We got a Gator Bowl matchup set. It's a good one, I think. The other major bowl games, FSU. And by the way, you bring up a good point with Georgia. Is there anyone that really doesn't believe Georgia's one of the four best teams in the country? Yeah, and if you're Alabama that. and you want to say, well, we beat them, they can't go over us, then how do you turn around and say to Texas that they can't? It's just so convoluted. Yeah. But but Georgia losing screwed FSU. They had had it nice and tidy. No one's feelings that got hurt. The four undefeateds are in. They would. They would not have jumped Texas over FSU if they were far undefeated. But easy. Alabama winning. They knew they had to put the SEC champion in, and they should. The SEC champion, they, the, that conference and their dominance has, has proven you don't leave them out there. That'd be silly. Because this just in, by the way, you want to know something else? Guess who's winning the playoff? Y'all want to take a guess? Nick Saban in Alabama is going to win. So the, your fight, FSU, should not be with Alabama. It should be with Texas. It should be with Washington. Since when did Washington just get this steamroll-free pass? And, oh, yeah, they're definitely number two. Why? Committee sucks. It just does. Rotten eggs out of little punch holes. They are just terrible people. Here from Trevor, let's turn our attention to more positive things. The Jaguars playing for the top seed. By the way, we'll be 12 weeks deep. Your Jaguars with a Monday night win will be the top seed in the AFC with a victory tonight. More on that when we return. Thanks for being up and at him with us. Appreciate you. It's the Monday Morning Quarterback, DivorceMenOnly.com. I listen to their conversations, you know, in and around the building. Um, I listen to them. And when I say listen, I'm listening from afar. I'm not like, you know. Um, but but just just hearing what they're saying, what they're doing, what what I'm seeing them them do um, when when there's days off, the, the amount of guys that are in the building, you know, uh, they really do like this place. Uh, it's a good place to come to and get get a workout in or watch some film, treatment, whatever it might be, and that that's what cultivates culture and and the bond that this this group has, and they genuinely like each other and they get along and, and that goes a long way let's go a long way to kick off tonight 10 x as you covered you're going to hear us on the uh, rare all day we'll all be uh, dropping in different spots over the course of the broadcast day from our own uh, pregame show Jags Network pregame kickoff postgame fifth quarter those boys will probably be wrapping up when I roll in tomorrow morning. Excited for the blackout, the opportunity. The Jags will be the number one seed. Uh, y- y'all y'all are right. Got my timeline a little screwed up. There were two Monday night games in 2011. Jack Del Rio was still the coach in that win over the Ravens. He got fired before the second Monday nighter against the Chargers, and Mel Tucker was on the sideline for that one. So kudos to y'all out there who uh, just come in on Wednesday and help us on stump day while you're at it. Um, I wanted to say, I, I-, I also want to, want to say this to uh, leave the FSU storyline for just a bit. I want to get into Trevor Lawrence and really look at this game tonight. 
and I'm getting a lot of this on the text line, or some of this on the text line, you know, who would you rather face, Michigan, Alabama, Texas, or FSU? And the answer is, I'd rather face FSU than those two. That's a fair point. But here's another problem with this whole scenario as it played out this year. You know the word that is way too much in play here? Think. I think, you think, we think, he doesn't think, he does think. You know what sports isn't one on? Think, ever. Think doesn't win sports. No matter what I think, you think, I would put FSU in because while I may not think that they would beat those teams, I didn't think they beat LSU, quite frankly. I didn't think they'd win at Clemson. I didn't think with a third-string quarterback, I didn't know at least, they'd beat Louisville. But I do know this. I think they got a great defense. I think there are 21 other starters who did every daggum thing they could to win their way in. And by the way, doesn't matter what, what I think in this case. The committee was right there in front of us. They told us what they thought a whole four or five days ago. They said FSU was four and Texas was seven. FSU beat a team that they had ranked higher than Texas' opponent. They dropped FSU one, and they moved Texas up four. Alabama moving up four makes sense. They beat the number one team. Let's don't even get into Michigan. FSU had more yards with their third-string quarterback against Louisville than Michigan's quarterback had against Iowa. Michigan's been under suspicion for cheating all year. They got one win against Ohio State, and they're just solid lock, the best team in the country. Alabama going to beat that maize in blue, by the way. So, no, I'm not. Do I think FSU right now? Do I think FSU is one of the best four? I don't think they're one of the best four without Jordan Travis. But if I I would have told you that before we played this weekend, but your cowardly committee didn't have the stones to do that. No, I don't think FSU is top four. I don't. I'm sorry. I could be wrong, though, see? And so I would give them the chance to prove it with that defense. I don't know that FSU can't go in and beat Michigan 17-13. Wouldn't surprise me one bit. Then suddenly with that defense, they're playing for a title and their quarterback has a couple games under his belt. So, think stinks <laughs> when it comes to trying to really determine a winner. Now back to tonight. And man, you you bet. You bet Trevor Lawrence and his guys know what tonight is all about. I am, yeah. It's going to be... It's gonna be exciting. First one here in uh, what's what, what year? Since 2011, which is crazy. Uh, yeah, we're really excited. I mean, it's just it's another game at the end of the day, just different day, different different time of day. So, um, but no, it's gonna be exciting. I'm sure the city's pumped, and hopefully get a nice big crowd, get rowdy over here. So it'll be fun. Oh, they're gonna be frothy, man. Gonna be frothy. It's they're, about to be so lit. It's gonna be fun, man. They're asking man. for a blackout tonight. They're gonna do a light show. The Monday Night Football trailers are in town. Bonump, bump, bon up here in Jacksonville, FLA, as we put a stamp on just how much we've improved because the narrative tonight in the postgame shows and then in the sports centers and the columns will be the new number one seed in the AFC. And a win tonight that takes that. You want to be the number one seed? Go win your last five. Guess what you'll be? The top seed with a week off before the potential of hosting two games to go to the Super Bowl. Now, the other side of that is we've hosted two, three playoff-level teams here at home this year, and they've whacked us. Kansas City, Houston, but more recently, and more disappointingly, coming off a bye, by the way, the San Francisco 49ers. 
that we had the long win streak, right? We'd won five in a row. We had righted the ship. We had a week off. The 49ers came to town, and uh-oh, Trevor uh, Lawrence and the boys saw the alarm clock go off. Yeah, we definitely used that as some fuel, and we realized, you know, we're and, – and I think we were in a good spot, and we were taking it one game at a time, but still we realized, all right, we're not all this and all that. we still got a lot of work to do. This is a long season. If you come out here and don't play well, you can get beat and beat pretty bad. So I think it was just a wake-up call. All right, um, one thing's for sure, the offense has been humming, humming a lot better here these last couple of weeks. They've responded from that San Francisco loss. Yeah, I think, you know, as the season goes on, we've just built more and more chemistry. I think we've been more consistent all around. I think every position, myself included, we've just been playing better the last few weeks, and we've we've been able to capitalize on some shots down the field, um, take advantage of some of those looks that maybe are in this, earlier in the season we weren't able to for whatever reason. Maybe maybe it was a missed throw, maybe it was a drop, maybe it's protection. You know, any of those things can happen that prevent plays from being successful. So, you know, I think we've just been able to capitalize on more of those the last two weeks. Uh, e, if you don't mind, just kind of just kind of get the audience percolating out there at 640. Maybe they haven't stopped at Daly's, got that fresh ground coffee yet yeah, this morning at yeah. the Dash. But, you know, we're going to be front and center in front of the country. There's a certain... long, whimsical, musical phrase almost that we as a fan base like to chant. Could you you hear at 640 on a Monday morning in preparation for Monday Night Football tonight, could you give me a Duval from inside in there from from that that, 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 that deep, impassioned voice of yours? Can I get a Duval? Duval! That should be a a ring chime right there, buddy. That should be a ringtone. Trevor, Trevor. What, what does that mean when you hear that? You know, when I first got here, I had no idea. You know, then obviously it's the county uh, that we live in, but it, it's just something that kind of brings everyone together. It's that everyone does. It's part of the city, part of the culture, part of our fan base, and, and like I said, the city and who we are. And I think that's something that no matter who you are, like you see someone in the street, someone yells it, and, and you yell it back, all those things, and the people doing it in the stadium and post game. I think it just connects, you know, the players, the coaches everyone, the fans, everyone in the city together because it's something that we can all rally around. All right, back on the Monday morning, quarterback divorce, spinoli.com, plenty to quarterback through the cowardly committee's inability to stand by their own reasoning. Continue to emphasize that as we go. The short version is this. I will drop this mic every segment if I have to. You had FSU ranked number four. They beat the team you had ranked number 14. You dropped them a spot. You had Texas ranked seven. They beat the team. You had ranked number 18. You jumped them up four spots. You're just a bunch of cowardly liars. You didn't have the stones to, on Tuesday, before championship week, say Texas is five and FSU six. If you'd have done that, you could have withstood some criticism and answered for your reasoning and still been able to double back if you needed to, but you're just so disingenuous. It's disgusting. So you filthy dogs, go Go lick your 12-team playoff for all the ink from the dollar bills that it will provide. You stinking cowards. Just cowards. Uh, The Gator Bowl match. Oh, by the way, FSU and Georgia will meet in the Orange Bowl. That's a good one. I hope both teams play everyone. That's going to be fire. Yeah, you don't get that in the the bowl games anymore. You get so many guys that, that, you know, take a pass. Either go through the transfer portal or they're going to get ready for the pros. You know, I don't think anyone, I don't think Georgia, with all their wins lately, is going to be in any mindset that we want to prove people we should have been in the four. FSU might. Boy, uh, if I'm FSU fan, though, perhaps I do hope Georgia uh, doesn't 
play everyone and try and prove a point. I think FSU without Jordan Travis is is in a tough spot, but that doesn't mean that that defense was incapable of proving their point if given the shot that the committee said they had and then ripped it right away from them by matchups with teams that they ranked, not the polls or the media or anyone else. It's it, it's inarguable. I, mean, I don't know how you I don't know how you stand in front. Therefore, they're seven. Four beats fourteen, they fall to five. Seven beats eighteen, they jump to three. Makes no sense. It's nonsensical. Uh, our Gator Bowl matchup is played. It'll be Clemson and Kentucky, two teams that have each wound their way through Jacksonville quite a few times through the years. In fact, you might even convince yourself that Kentucky and Clemson have met in the Gator Bowl before, but they haven't. They have met fourteen previous times, but Clemson and Kentucky haven't played since two thousand and nine. So this is a nice matchup. So many times these bowl games give us these retreads, right? Teams that see each other every two or three or four years. We've seen a lot of the same squads here in Jacksonville through the years, and Kentucky and Clemson have both uh, made their way through. You haven't get a shot at Clemson all that often, though, because Clemson has been so uh, such a brand nationally, but I've uh, been playing for titles and other things. But these are uh, two good coaches, two good programs. And, uh, by the way, the Gator Bowl a little different. They're Friday, December 29th, noon this year. So start your holiday weekend a little bit earlier with the Gator Bowl and Kentucky and Clemson. All right, uh, ET fire up the band. We got a football fix. It's brought to you by Allstate agent Mandy Bowers and Mandarin Home Life Business Auto. Down the stretch we come uh, in the playoff races. You want to hear an interesting little playoff fact? If the playoffs started today, the Cowboys would visit the Atlanta Falcons for round one. Get that division-winning boost, baby. Uh, Falcons a winner yesterday. Uh, by the way, it's going to be an intriguing race because, like, the Falcons and the Saints and the and the Bucks, even their schedules down the stretch, they're all easy, quote unquote. I, I look the Colts and the Texans right now, after each one yesterday, are seventh and eighth. They play the last game of the season. They're both seven and five. A game ahead of the the next challengers, Broncos Bills at six and six. Uh, the soon to be five and seven Cincinnati Bengals. But Houston and, and and Indy both have very winnable games here. Their last five and their last game will be against each other. What a difference that that'll make. Remember last year they played in the final game. Remember what happened? Indy blew it. The Texans won. They fell from the one pick to the two pick. Little little bit different consequences for their season ender uh, coming up a little bit later, but uh, we got enough time for that. The big news really yesterday, I, I, I changing the guard. The Niners are the best team in football right now. My goodness. Right, we come and we go and the winds can blow and we might convince ourselves again of the Eagles and the Eagles are in this incredible stretch, but I mean just fierce and total domination by the 49ers yesterday in Philly. I mean, they beat them, what, 42 to 19, and it was every bit of it. So, uh, the Eagles still in, in line to be the top seed, but I do think what yesterday showed, that it don't matter. Uh, San Francisco, if they go in fully healthy, let's not forget what happened to their quarterback last year. They go fully healthy into Philadelphia in the postseason. It, it, it sure seems like San Francisco would win. Of course, if the committee made their decision, the uh, Eagles would be out. The 49ers got that head-to-head. That's all that matters, head-to-head win. There's no way it could go any different the second time around. Um, 
And the Chiefs lose in Sunday Night Football last night. Don't look now. Jordan Love's playing really good for the Packers, man. I was wrong. I'm going to walk it back on that. He's finding his stride as he moves along. Had big, big connections last night. They beat the Chiefs 27-19. That Chiefs offense is something. It, it just ain't working right. Kelsey's not dominant. They're not getting anything from their outside, quote, weapons. Uh, Pacheco has emerged as, as a running game. This is another game, 19 points for the Chiefs, man. They're that just, boy run hard. He, he runs angry, man. It's like they say, he runs like his feet are angry at the ground. But the Chiefs' loss drops at 8-4, and four, and it means tonight in the blackout, Jags win. They are the top seed for now in the AFC and would hold uh, the potential of keeping that top seed billing uh, throughout. Steelers had a stinker yesterday. They're still firmly in playoff positioning, but man, what a what a bad loss at home to the Card. Look at the Cardinals. Look, they beat Dallas earlier this year, didn't they? They beat Dallas. Now they beat the Steelers on the road. That's the NFL, isn't it? Uh, the Jets are a mess. That'll do it. No more Aaron Rodgers comebacks. They they had a snoozer of a loss yesterday to the Atlanta Falcons, just rifling through quarterbacks left and right. Uh, their head coach now, Robert Sala, is going to think about maybe a fourth different starting quarterback as the Jets uh, fall again. A guy who has played to not enough fanfare is Mike Evans. Another big day yesterday, a long touchdown. The Bucks stay alive with a win over the Panthers. And Evans now, you ready, has 10,000-yard seasons. Straight. Ten. Oof, by the way, in that Steelers game, Kenny Pickett hurt his ankle. He's going to be out uh, probably a couple of weeks. And by the way, in that Chiefs loss, we should give a tip of the cap to the refs. Maybe the worst no call that we've seen in a long time. There was an interference call late in that game. Marquez Valdez-Scantley. Maybe they just assume he'd drop it like he did last week. But he's getting open down the middle, and he was tackled like three yards before the ball got there. Amazingly, no, no play call. I tell you what, Patrick Mahomes... A lot more patience than this guy. Just very calm. Ah, you know what happens. They're letting him play. I kind of like that. We had a chance to win, yada, yada. But, man, it was egregious. That's Football Fix. You're welcome. Brought to you by Allstate agent Mandy Bowers. We are going to couch down a kickoff here on 1010XL. A few other things to talk about as we make it through this Monday morning quarterback. Brought to you by DivorcemanOnly.com. Mandy Bowers gives you the football fix. Hick and arrival and more come your way next. Breakfast with Pacelli at 8 o'clock this morning. You are engaged with 1010XL 92.5 FM. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. It's building. Mm. We all know. It's finally here. You know it! Yes, sir! Woo! Yeah! Some of you have been waiting for almost your whole lives. <laughs> That's the truth. Brooks is 18. He didn't go to the last one. He has been waiting. Monday Night Football in Jacksonville, Florida. Welcome home. <laughs> Been a minute, as the kids say. You know, Jags won like their first five Monday nights. Overall, they have a winning record on yeah. Monday night. What, like eight and seven, I think. They used to win them all, man. Back in the 90s. Ah, oh, I can't wait. Well, That'll Taylor Swift has killed the Chiefs. It means the Jags can play for the number one seed yes. tonight if they win. They'll yes. be the top seed in the AFC. But, yeah, I mean... 
the, the the damage is it's it's in it's damning it's obvious but you know what's great about tonight is really it's I mean it's so huge but it's just the the appetizer but it became more important of a game because of what happened yesterday like a lot of the other teams because Kansas City lost so you can go to number one because Houston and Indy won you want to keep that two game cushion your favorite big at home you, you don't want to blow this one you know you really want to get. Sure, there's you a really, bunch of reasons. For your appetizer, you really want to get to 10-3 and three and then come back here in two weeks on a Sunday night Absolutely. and hook it up with B-more for a big One spot. step at a time. It's hard not to think <laughs> it out, though, a couple of stages because if the Jacks could go on a little three-game win streak, which actually would be longer than that because they've got a couple already, mm-hmm. but if the Jags win these three games, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they'll be 11-3 and three and in firm control of the AFC's top seed. Wow. Firm control. They will have a game lead. And by the way, the way Kansas City's playing, they're liable to lose again by then. Yeah, Kansas City. I, I, I kind of thought this a few weeks ago. Remember, we kind of talked about this. I don't think Kansas City's just going to run it on out and lose three or four. They're, gonna, they, they're not. I'll tell you what. Something even, wrong, man. Even more so than Kansas City, man. I, you know, Jordan Love. I yeah, mean, looks the good. Packers going to hit yeah. on three in a row here? Yeah, uh, uh, boy, he is really Holy coming cow. along. He had a game last night now. Well, he's the only quarterback this year that's got like 300 yards, three touchdowns, and no picks in like three games. I mean, he it threw some... a fourth down ball yeah. last night off his back foot that just dropped into the receiver who somehow held on to it. Kansas City's got a good defense this year now. So that's, um, yeah, that was uh, that was an impressive win for the Pack. For sure. And a great loss They've for had the a, Chiefs. Well, who, let's don't forget what they did last time out. And suddenly, you know. Green Bay went and won in Detroit. Green Bay's for real. They're going to. They, they should be considered a. Yeah, they're got climbed back to five hundred yeah. now. Who knows? I think the they heart. may be. In, I think they may be in right now. I don't know. If not, they're just out because six. The bottom of both these playoff brackets are going to be absolute chaos. The, the, Thankfully, there's no committee the, to decide. The better teams in the AFC are not in right now, in my opinion. It, the, the better teams, I think, the Bills, the Bills, and Houston. They're 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 on the like. I think Houston's better than Indy. Indy is benefiting from. A wonderful schedule. And they got a nice win, it's, uh, but it is Tennessee who's not very good this year. It'll, it'll be interesting. But you play it off. You got to play who's in front of you. There's, this is what you want, man. This is December football. December starts tonight. December starts tonight. And by the way, we might all be playing for second place if the Niners stay healthy because, woo. Boy, they do look good. Them boys boy, rolling. I don't know how you're going to. But I will say the one thing about the league is that we. There, yeah, I know. Various we times crown them year. every year. Yeah. I know. But the Niners, this is their second time making us think they're the best. They yes. started 5-0. Mm-hmm. Got the injuries. They lost three in a row, remember? Yep. Got right on us, buddy. Just, a, just Picked our carcass. And they beat the Eagles, by the way, just like <laughs> they beat us. Yeah. Your yeah. boy Debo looked nasty out there, Dan. Oh, that hurts me. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I tried. I tried, E. I tried to get us, bring us Debo to Jacksonville. It didn't work. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, it's wide open, man. It's going to be fun, and, I, and it'll be a great night tonight. And the countdown is on, and we'll be talking about it all day long here on the, uh, on the program. And what a great opportunity for the Jaguars. Great opportunity for the city. Uh, hopefully everybody. Oh, it's going to be terrific. It'll be packed. It'll be a great, great atmosphere. Won't be a lot of Bengal fans there, um, unless you've already planned a vacation to come down here from the Natty. You know, and the Jags are heavy favorites. I feel I have a great feeling about tonight's game. I do too. I think the Jags are going to come out, be fired up, take care of business, and uh, rock and roll. Now, could be wrong. You never know. It's the NFL, but uh, we shall see. We shall see. And uh, ETN is going to play. The Bengals. Run defense is not very good. 130 some odd yards a game, five yards a carry they give up. So 
Uh, biggest loss is not having Joe Burrow. They do have Chase, and they do have T. Higgins back tonight. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I just. Uh, but listen, those are dangerous athletes. Chase Higgins, Boyd Mixon. Can Jake Browning deliver, right? Yeah. <laughs> that, that goes back to the old quarterback quandary of the NFL. You, you take a big hit when Joe Burrow heads to the sidelines. We all know that. There aren't many teams in the league that can lose their quarterback and be okay. Yeah. And this is a tough spot against a, I'm sure, lathered up football team. I hope we respond, Hick. I am a little nervous, man. Every time we've had, like, marquee games this year, I think of, of you know, two or three, right? The Chiefs game, because it was a game like this. We laid an egg, mm -hmm. and then that made the Texans game a little more important, and we came out flat. And really, the next time we had a chance to really, okay, we need to make a statement coming off a bye. The Niners throttled us. And so now with Monday Night Football, there's been some at home this year. It's just gotten a little wonky for us. When yeah, we, we, need to keep, we need to pile up some dubs at home yeah. because we have those losses from earlier in the year, and you can't be – history tells you if you're sub-500 at home, you're not, yeah. not going to do much. Well, and plus, you got to – look – what are we playing for, right? We want that top seed. Why? To get the home field. Well, if yeah. you're, if you're you yeah. know, a 500 team at home, maybe we should just go on the road and play. Nah. Well, yeah, undefeated on the road. So it's been, it's been <laughs> good. Up to Cleveland on Sunday. So uh, big, big six days coming up for the Jags here. Big six days. Ten and three. Ten and three, you're all but in. I mean, you're, you're basically in the postseason. So now's your – and it's December. It's time to play your best football. It's time to get things cranked up. And, uh, and see what we can do. So that's hopefully uh, on the docket for tonight. And Trevor can keep going. The offense can keep humming. 58 points in their last two games. Left points out there. Could easily been, you know, 68. You know, on the goal line, missed a field goal. So, um, yeah, easily could have been 68 points the last two weeks. They're, they're, the offense has found something, found a groove. They're pushing the ball down the field. He's getting better time. He's making the throws. Um, good stuff all around for the Jags. Defense doing well as well. So, See how it goes, man. I wish we were, you know, I'm glad it's under the lights, but I kind of wish it was like 8 o'clock this morning instead of 8 o'clock tonight because I'm ready. Yeah, I am too. I'd like to drive I, I over there now and watch. No, I'm, I'm one of those rare college football fans. I'd rather my team play at noon, man. I, I, I'd rather <clears> the game get here and, um, yeah, it, it'll be, but it'll be a fun countdown to kick off for sure. That that place is, is going to rock tonight. And I hope the team responds. I believe they will. I think we'll be sitting in here tomorrow with a, you know, a 34-16 win. I, you know, I would hope. Also hoping for a few sacks. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 We Packers bailed you out. It kept you from the donut run this week. Yeah. You're not happy about the vibe. I'm not gloating at all. I don't want to get down that path. There's too much to celebrate here this morning. But yeah. At least you avoided that. Yeah, I got a win last night. I, I just, I don't know what to do, man. I just I, Pat, can't, listen, can't uh, pick a winner these days. I've fallen into hard times. Well, I started the season. I did that for about six, seven weeks, well, bro. Hopefully I can get. You got to dig Hopefully out. that one. Last night we'll build. We'll build off of yeah, that. We'll, we'll go carbon. back to work. Get in the lab. See what happens. <laughs> I mean, work yeah. harder. Yeah. Degeneracy like, is your middle name. Let's go. Jeez, jeez, jeez. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hear Stay it. Stay away from me. This, this wasn't. A, I am in no way going to pump up anything about. Them. I'm just going to just pick pick five until we're done and hope like heck I'm not in last. Yep. That's all I can do. Well, speaking of uh, yeah, here we go. College football. You know the it is what it is, and you know there's two things that stick out to me. Number one, there are six teams that I can make an argument for. All day long. Six teams. There's not one team that you can't. I can sit here, and if you give me 10 minutes, I can throw every number in the world at you. I can give you schedule. I can give you this. I can give you that. I can. We beat them. They beat us. I can do that for six teams. And that's what chaos is. And that means that two fan bases, two schools, two teams are going to be, you know, ticked. 
Yeah. And that is what happened. I mean, just flat out. Um, shoot, I could give you reasons why Georgia should be. No, you know, uh, uh, we knew something was going to happen that had never happened before because there were more than one scenarios that were going to happen that had never happened before. And then the second thing is, uh, you know, ultimately, if Jordan Travis didn't get hurt, FSU would be in. It's yeah. just that simple. I mean, if once he got hurt, and there's a rule right there that says we we reserve the right if there's a key player coach who leaves the program or is out. Um, you saw it coming from a mile away. I, I, you know, I had this argument with my son Drew. I mean, we had this bet, and I, I just told him. I said, "Look, there, you know, he's like, we're in on Saturday night. We're in." I go, "You're not in." I go, "You're not going to get in." You know, he said, "Well, you're crazy." I go, "Look, who's in?" And I'm, I'm telling, I, I was like, "There is no way that an SEC school is going to be left out. They're going to get one of them in." And two things can be true: the SEC has to be in that four, and FSU got screwed. Those can yeah. both be true. Yeah. Here, here's here's where I would come back with with a staunch rebuttal from this standpoint. Well, FSU your, FSU go got screwed, but are they one of the best four? Okay. Here's here, are they one of the best four? Here's here's answer okay. the question first. Okay. Though. Because you know me, I, hold I on. say I say all this with the point. Of, I hear to be you. fair. I would have put them in. I would have. I'm going to answer your question. But they're not one of the best four. I, I'm going to answer. Your, well, okay. we don't know that. That's right. what we think, and that's fair. That's yeah. a logical thought. Well, that's what we have to do. Well, <laughs> that's not. He, here's the problem. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's not being screamed enough. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's not what we think. It never has been. It's what the committee thinks and has thought. So here is yeah. here is why mm -hmm. what happened su Sunday is unconscionable. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Tuesday. Yeah. Jordan Travis had already missed a game, had he not? Yeah. Did the committee know that they didn't have Jordan Travis? Yes. Where did they rank FSU Tuesday? Four. Okay. Texas. They knew they were playing for the Big 12. Mm -hmm. They knew they had one loss. Mm -hmm. Nothing changed for Texas between Tuesday and Saturday. Mm -hmm. Where did they have Texas ranked? Mm, seven. Okay. So on Tuesday, the committee is telling us FSU is the fourth best team yeah. and Texas is the seventh best team. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm hmm. The two teams play this weekend. Mm -hmm. FSU mm -hmm. beat the number 14 team. Mm -hmm. Not not our rankings, not the media. The committee's rankings. Yeah. They say Louisville is 14. Well, Just let me finish. Yeah. Texas beat the number 18 team. The committee's number 18 team. Yeah. So, FSU is number four. Yeah. They beat number 14. They yeah. drop a spot. Texas is number seven. They mm -hmm. beat number 18. They jump four spots. Yeah. Okay, I, well, this is how I would respond to that. Yeah, a couple that, things. One, there, that we're liars. There is no other answer. There is an answer. How? Uh, well, last Friday, <clears throat> our committee sat there. You, as the head of committee, who did you tell everybody you thought was going to win the national championship? Last Friday. Michigan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. An hour ago, or uh, 30 minutes I'm not ago, the committee, who did you tell me they're I didn't put the, out the committees I, are the committees. They I, were I, all the committees. I, I didn't put out the rankings on Tuesday and let yeah. everyone know where things stood. Yeah. If the committee itself tells a team they're mm -hmm. number four, uh -huh. there's no scenario where that team can beat a higher ranked team than a team three spots behind them a, and fall behind sure them. It is because it's a poll. It's uh, not a playoff. I, I, it's, I, they they Dan, can pick whatever they it's want. It's been four days. It's yeah. not been seven weeks. Right. And you, you watched Texas and you watched you Texas on yeah. Saturday and you watched FSU on Saturday night and uh, you thought that's crazy. Man, Texas is better. Better than FSU. It's, well, that's that's um, that's not crazy. No, yeah, no. Here's here's what you're leaving out. Yeah, 
You're leaving I'm not out leaving anything out. I'm open yeah, to all yeah, things. You are. I'm They're just asking, telling you. Yeah, you are leaving this out. Those yeah. cowardly liars thought on Tuesday that Texas was better than FSU. Yeah. Nothing happened Saturday that would tell you there's a four spot difference. Well, apparently we they did if they had FSU. They four lied. And seven. They lied. Oh, they're liars. Yes, Dan. <laughs> they didn't. They thought FSU <laughs> was worse than Texas before they ever played this weekend. Uh-huh. Or there is no argument for jumping one four spots mm-hmm. when they beat a worse team by their own well, measure. How come last week we were all talking about the fact we're that not, the I'm team the teams were going to move and that I'm FSU talk- was not going to get in. I'm talking about the committee. Yeah. It doesn't matter what our opinion on the committee is. The committee told us their opinion that yeah. FSU is fourth. Yeah. FSU beat number 14. Yeah. They dropped them a spot. The team they said was seventh. Did you, be- did you watch that game Saturday night? Of course I did. did. Did you think they were one of the four best teams? You never answered my question. Do you think they're one of the four best teams? I think they're one of the four best defenses. Okay, I sure that's do. That's fine. Do you think they're one of the four I think they're best undefeated. teams? That does, I, you know what? Here's the problem. Sports isn't one on think. <laughs> It's not one on think. What I think, you think, that's the committee all, thinks. That's how it is. Jeff, you sit here and tell me how great you love this poll. And you think point. the poll is great and it's better than having four than yeah. two and blah, yeah, blah, blah. That's true. And I've told you for two years. Yeah. And I also told you that, hey, man. It's the first time this, this is, has happened, by and the now, way. And now you're picking out numbers. When, I, when we came out here and the poll first came out this year in October and FSU was fourth. You go, hey, good for FSU. They should be happy they're fourth. And I said, they should be higher than that. And you said, why? They should just be happy they're in. I said, no, because it matters. It matters. Listen. So it does matter. Now you say it matters. Back then it didn't matter. I can't keep track. Well, this is real simple. (laughs) The committee put their opinion out on Tuesday. Yeah. They said FSU was three spots better than Texas. FSU beat a higher ranked team than Texas, and Texas jumped them. So they did not believe that FSU was better than Texas on Tuesday. That's my point. If they on Tuesday would have put Texas at five and FSU at six, there would be no problems today. But they were too cowardly. They would rather put them there and then hope it works out. I don't out. think it's cowardly. It Maybe is. it was brave that they sat there and no, said, hey, wait a second. No, no. Hey, wait a second. Now, we got to do the right no. thing here. We got to get the four best teams in. No, for- they would put Georgia in yeah. if they were so brave. Yeah. No. You want uh-uh. two SEC schools from a I don't down want anything. SEC. I want the committee to tell me on something on Tuesday that Stop is their truth. Stop picking on the committee. Who's your truth? Who's your four? <clears throat> if they were putting it in, if yeah. I were doing it, yeah. I would put Michigan one. I yeah. would put Alabama two. Yeah. I would put Washington three. And I would yeah. put FSU four because they went unstinking defeated. Why are you putting Alabama ahead of Washington? Because I think they're better than them. Oh, okay. So because you think FSU is the fourth best team in the country? Then? I I think they have earned the distinction of being the That's fourth best team of the you. country. You think they're one of the four best teams? In I the country? think FSU could beat Michigan. You're damn right, I do. Okay, I, I certainly do. All I right. don't think they beat Alabama. I don't think they would beat Georgia. Yeah. Any other team with that defense, I think they could beat. Dan, what's definitely your four? Do. Huh? What's your four? Uh, again. This is it, you put me in a tough spot because I'm well, not. Be, still, oh, you just put me in the spot. Yeah, I'm not, Jeff do it. I want to hear yours. Okay, well I'll tell you. I would have put FSU in because I've always been the guy that's fair, and this guy's always been the guy different. So he's come back to my side of thinking now. No, I think they're four. <laughs> I'm not your side of thinking. What I'm trying to the do? The hell you do. Listen to me. You do not think You're FSU wrong. is one of the top it four teams matter. in the country. You're wrong. Come on, man. Here's the problem with. Uh, here's that's the problem. No, what's silly is you acting like somebody telling you something four days ago and then everything uh-huh. that would – nothing that happened Saturday would change that. It all happened. I watched FSU play like the rest of America and thought, oh, God, don't make me watch this again. Oh, okay. Well, I guess, you know, when – But I know. A, I know what they're going to – whoa, we'll have Tate back. And Tate we trust. 
I, I, you are, you know what? I feel for Again, the, I feel I, for the twenty-one other starters over there who didn't do a damn thing to get them undefeated through thirteen, who didn't play in their three top twenty-five yeah. wins, yeah. who didn't win the ACC and go undefeated. And here's another one just to chew on as uh, before we go to break. If it had been Clemson uh-huh. with the same resume, uh-huh. they'd be in today. That too was unfair. That's not true. You that have no true. idea that being true. That's that's the uh, here's what I know. If is Alabama true. had lost their quarterback, the would only, they? We can't. We, the only opinion. These are all hypotheticals. Listen, forget opinions and hypotheticals. Uh-huh. There's nothing hypothetical about this. Uh-huh. A, t- a, a committee told me on Tuesday that I was the fourth best team. They told me that Texas was the seventh best team. Yeah. We each won this weekend, and who I would be. A, who would be your big Vegas guy? Rank. Who would be favored if Texas and FSU played on a neutral field? I, I don't. Texas I don't, would. So who what? would be favored if FSU played any top <laughs> ten team right now on a neutral field? I saw the lines. The if other this, team would. Does, it, they wouldn't even be favored against number ten in the country right and, now. And, and okay, again, I don't know why you are avoiding the, my main point. If they would have asked that on Friday, what would the answer have been? What? If you ask Friday, Texas, FSU, who would be favor? What would the answer have been? If you would ask last Tuesday, having they same shouldn't have put them forth. Last week, if they had dropped Correct. FSU whenever right. they had dropped And them. it would have been a more appropriate time to have it than telling them they're four, letting them finish undefeated, and bringing a team up for beating a lesser team. Everybody knew it was coming. I mean, you could tell from a mile away. You knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Everybody knew that it was coming. That doesn't make your – that doesn't – no, it's Change, not right. It's a poll. It's not a playoff. How long have I told you? You got to have parameters that tell you, like the NFL, if you win this there, conference, you're in. There are assumed parameters. Assumed parameter is if, if I'm ahead. Not of, when there's six assumed on. parameters for four spots. No. no Georgia me, had an assumed parameter. We're number one. What? No number one team has ever fallen out of the top four if they lost their last game. Ever. We're talking about the, Ever. We, what a cowardly act by the committee then. No, we could How talk, dare they move Georgia no, out? Talk about the, put the losers in another category. They lost their game this weekend. <laughs> You know, they lost their game this weekend. Yeah. The FSU won their game this weekend at, at number four. Mm-hmm. And another team won their game. Nothing else has changed. And you moved one okay. up four. All four of the teams ahead of them <laughs> won their games this weekend. Did they lose? They, who did? Georgia lost. Huh? No, the four teams ahead of them won. Who? Michigan won. Alabama won. Ahead of Washington. who? FSU. They're not ahead of FSU. They were they way behind. Now. But they were behind <laughs> them. But all f- five of them won for four spots. I no one. If Georgia wins, if, here's we gotta another, go to break. Well, here's one more too. Mm-hmm. And you, and again, this is hypothetical. And mm-hmm. you, you, I, if Georgia beaten Alabama, mm-hmm. those, you know what they would have done? What? They would have gone Georgia, Michigan, Washington, FSU. I have million percent. I don't know. This is the you drill. You know that it's a Monday morning quarterback. Well, how can I know anything? They told me one was four, one was seven. They both won. The four beat a better team, and they <laughs> fell. I don't know what. It, the problem is with the committee. They they're liars. They lied on Tuesday. They told you they thought FSU was better than Texas. That was a lie. This is the drill. What happened to the right to reserve to change your mind stuff? Well, that's three days away. It's too big of a change. The 10-minute drill. This is a big one. On 1010 XL. Let's go, let's go, let's go. All right, sports concepts and rationalizations, we'll throw them at you. Breaking this morning, and this is an interesting one to me, the Ohio State quarterback is entering the transfer portal. So, obviously, they weren't happy with him, and they told him, you ain't going to be starting here next year. I mean, why else would McCord leave? He had a decent year, but... You know, obviously they they, want, have, they probably got a hot shot. They got a hot in. shot, right? They got to have a guy in the, in the in the in the. I can't stand. keep up with my own team's recruiting, much less Ohio State's. But yeah, your own team had an interesting weekend. Um, <laughs> what, what happened? Did we well, get they, in the, did we, did, they, they decide we were the the team that went five and seven, but got a bowl game because of our academic progress. I don't think that happened. That's too bad. The kid who was going to go to Georgia, okay, six six three fifty, he had left Florida to go to Georgia. Oh, that stinks. 
Well, he flipped back to Florida. Well, I mean, Georgia, clearly they've lost it after so, Saturday's game. And, but then the kid from Buholes, <laughs> Oh, no. He, he I decommitted. That, I saw that. Now, that one to me, he's way, way lower ranked. Yeah. He doesn't even, I, that might have been a yeah, mutual. Yeah. But whatever. We always say that. It's, uh, it is what it is. Um, and then the other thing, uh, so far they hadn't been hurt in the portal. But that Chris McClellan kid, who I liked, he, didn't, he, was, he was pretty good as a true freshman. I don't think he had as good a year. But he entered the transfer portal. Now, he's from Oklahoma, so I, I'm, a, I'm a guessing maybe he wants to go back closer to home. But anyway, he en- entered the transfer portal. So, And listen, Florida ain't chock full of defensive linemen, so I think he would have figured into their plans. La- you know, the portal is going to heat up. Obviously, the news of the, the Ohio State quarterback going in, it'll be interesting to see how it all starts to unfold. Yeah. Oh, well, it, Billy Napier needs, needs to make hay. I need to use an old cliche. Oh, well, no kidding. And get it in the yeah. barn because he, there's no – come out and, like, you know, you went through. Come out and go two and two against the UCFs and Miamis and Texas a and of the world, and you will be headed off to a, another five and seven. You know, so. Um, but listen, it's interesting with Napier. You just you run out of rope. It's not about my opinion or anyone else's. You can't go three years and have three losing seasons and be. Oh worked. no, he's got to win next. You're no year. good. If that happens, it's not unfair. You're no good. You were the wrong guy. Well, he's got to win next. Maybe year. It won't happen. He's got to win, win too, Dan. Yeah. Not seven and five. You got to win. You got to really show some some progress. I think. See, I some of the stories on Twitter where many believe Florida State's exclusion was likely due to collusion between <clears throat> ESPN and the committee. I don't believe that. There, the committee had five ACC reps on it. Five. Boo Corrigan's ACC. Now, I don't know of the ACC and FSU's relationship. I would question it's not very good because FSU has been making, you know, all kinds of noise about leaving the conference. So I assume that the ACC and FSU are not like that. And this just adds fuel to the fire. If I'm FSU, I'm like, well, if we win the ACC and we go undefeated and we can't get in, then we're out of here. Well, here's the problem. And ultimately, you got two Big Ten and two SECs in anyway because Texas and Washington are both going to those yeah, conferences. Fair. So ultimately, you may just have to make those decisions well, based on your, the only what's part best of, for your football program. That, that would sure be short-sighted <clears> from the <throat> standpoint, though. You miss out that money that the conference would get from having a team in. I would like to think that the ACC would at least ride that dog until it goes out of you the yard. Think, you would think. Now, I will say this. And this is one of the reasons why I thought the SEC was going to get in. I think the most powerful man in college football is who? I think it's Greg Sankey. I think the commissioner of the SEC is the most powerful man in the – and so – and I don't know. I have no idea. I'm, I'm, I'm simply wondering, you know, are you intimidated by Greg Sankey? Does Greg Sankey make a call to the committee and say, hey, listen, you know, I, I trust you guys will do the right thing and get an SEC program in the Final Four. If not – I'll poach another four schools, and we'll just do our own playoff next year. <laughs> so, and I'm not I mean, suggesting that happens, but I just think about those types of things, obviously, as we try to make hay of what, what went down uh, with everything. Anyway, uh, NFL was an interesting day yesterday. Did it you always get to watch is. a lot of football because yeah, there were no sure. Jags? We've actually I've been able to watch a lot like three of the last four weeks between the Thursday nighter, the bye week. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got to watch a lot of, of you know, Sunday action. You know what jumped out at me? Mm-hmm. It's, and it, this is natural. Mm-hmm. How much more specifically we 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 evaluate and criticize our own guy? Yeah. In other words, you see numbers from a quarterback yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. 
and you immediately think, oh, wow, what a good day. And then you actually watch and say, well, what about that play where he overshot the wide open guy 10 yards? Or yeah. what? Like watching C.J. Stroud yesterday. Yeah, he had some misses. Yeah, he had some If yeah. Trevor would have that, we'd be here all morning. He's not generational. Yet in Houston, they're telling you he's great. Yeah, they love C.J. Stroud. And, and they that, should. But, but, but well, like I, I mean, said. I mean, whole, the whole world loves C.J. Stroud. But he had a couple of plays yeah. yesterday, like wide open, that he, like, you know, behind the defense that he missed. So. You know what struck me? Going it. Here we are in December. Go back to August. Man, we were convinced the AFC was way better than the NFC. I, I don't know, man. I think the NFC is better than the AFC. E? Way San better. Fran, Philly, Detroit, Dallas. Yeah. Detroit, man. <clears throat> well, we man. said that. We kind of said this late last week. The, the, the dynamic has changed. It used to be Chiefs. You know who's in the playoffs right now in the AFC? Cleveland. Yeah. Not for long. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Oh. Indy. Indy. <clears throat> I mean. Houston's I, out. I mean, Green Bay or Cleveland. I'll take Green Bay. Yeah, right Green now Bay you looks would. good. Yeah, right now you would. Um, you know, I, I just. Now, the, the NFC South is not that impressive, let's be honest. But, and it looks like probably. A, if I told you right now, if you're a member of the NFC South and I'm, I'm saying from up above, hey, NFC South guy, I'll give you eight and nine right now. Would you take it? Um, boy, it might win it. I think it'll win it. Yeah, I think it eight might. nine I, wins I, it. I, I don't think eight and nine will win it because these teams have easy. One of these teams, like Atlanta, could. Yeah, but just, Atlanta could easily lost to the Jets yesterday. Yeah, but they're going to go nine and eight. Their schedule they is are. easy. I think so. Right. I mean, well, I'll just give you it for instance. And this is, by the way, it's also true of the Bucks and the Saints, who are each now both five and seven. See, that's part of it. But uh, Atlanta finishes. You ready? They got Tampa Bay at home this week. Then they're at Carolina. Then they got the Colts at home. Then they're at the Bears, and then they finish at the Saints. It could come, I would think at the Saints you might lose come. any one of them to me. Yeah, but you can also win all oh, of them. Oh, sure. They're not none they of those won't. teams. Every one of those teams is sub five hundred. When you're six and six or five and seven, you're not going to win. Everyone. Well, except for the Colts, they're all no. But um, you know, the Falcons have lost about two like, or three games too. They like should have won. Seattle, they're not bad, man. They're six and six. The Rams, surprise, surprise, six and six. The uh, uh, the Green Bay Packers, I mentioned, sixes. I mean, those teams to be me abs- are even better than our lower level AFC teams. It's going to be. Abs- I think the NFC is clearly better. It's going to be absolute chaos in both conferences. Chaos. fighting for those last few. That's spots. a college word. You can't use that in the NFL. Well, it's all defined. <laughs> and I don't know if I agree with you. I don't think the Packers are better than the Texans. If those no? two teams play tomorrow, okay. I think it'd be a pretty even game. The Vikings at six and six to me are you know no better than the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Steelers are an odd team, man. God. I guess what happens when you win ugly all the time? When you lose, you're going to lose ugly. They are just, they've that had was, some ugly that losses. Was embarrassing. They got crushed by San Francisco early. Remember, Texans beat the yeah. dog do out of them in Houston. Yeah. And then yesterday, that just, you got to have that one, man. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, Miami does what Miami does. They beat up on the, on the, on the little guys. The little guys. But, but they're nine and three, man. They're right there as well. Big news when it comes to playoff positioning here with the blackout Monday night football coming. If the Jaguars win tonight, they will take over the top seed by tiebreaker in the AFC. Mm, 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 and and by the way, far from a brutal schedule down the stretch, you're going to get Joe Flacco yeah. in Cleveland next week. You're going to have the big one with Lamar, and then you finish, you know, Tampa, Carolina, Tennessee. These are bad teams. Again, I said two weeks ago, I think they only lose one more game the rest of the way, and I think that that will hold now. Don't get upset. Might be one. Yeah. Might be one, and now. Did I say two? I yeah. meant one. Yeah. I think they only lose one game the rest of the way. That's very that, yeah. and and it's hard to know which game that might be. No, I'm be. not saying which game it is. And and by the way, if it's not Baltimore, 
really good shape. Well, I'll tell you what we're, we're all going to do next week. We're going to put on our Bills Mafia gear and hope that the Bills can go into Kansas City and win. Yeah, and Just they get, could. To get one in hand against the Chiefs, who then they get to go to the Patriots, who somehow played Iowa football on Sunday. They lost 6 nothing. God, can you imagine that there was an NFL game that the final score was 6 to nothing? <sighs> and I mean... You, and then they got the Bengals who are no good. Bailey Zappi to me screams this name, Jake Luton. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna play you. Why not play the Cunningham kid if you're not gonna play Mac Jones? Let's see what he can do. Put in a couple runs for him and see if he can make something happen for you. What a disaster. I think the Patriots are in full tank mode. They're gonna get themselves a quarterback. They're like, you know what? This thing's over. We're two and ten. We got it's amazing though. You played twelve games. You got five left. Five. Yeah. There's and 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 look. Every every week in the NFL shows you. You know, we were making an argument about point spreads. Who would be favored? Yeah. Well, you know, guess what? Oregon was favored ten over Washington. They didn't beat them. Yeah. Point spreads don't mean anything. So no. if FSU would be ten point dog, so what? But yeah. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, same thing though. You know, the same thing in the NFL. I mean, you look at the games yesterday. You know, the Packers are getting six at home. They won by nine. The Steelers are big favorites over Arizona. They got walloped. I mean, it's just, there's no. Don't I know it. Yeah, there's just no, there's just no, you know. I, I listened on Thursday, and everyone on ESPN told me the Cowboys would beat the Seahawks by pick your score. They barely won in the yeah. final minutes. Yeah. So be careful tonight, I guess, is my point. Oh, yeah. Be That's careful. Fair. Oh, yeah. They got Joe Mixon and Jamar Chase. Oh, they and got Higgins. Proud franchise. They got a defense. Yeah. Be careful. They can rush the quarterback. Sure. Oh, yeah. Every game's a uh, – listen, we can't be sitting here assuming anything in the NFL. Boy, I thought the Broncos were going to beat the Texans. I thought Russ was going to get them in there late. Yeah. They had come all the way back. panicked on that play a little bit. Third down. Yeah. It's third down, man. Yeah, I think he – I don't know if he saw the underneath guy. I think he may have thought he had his guy boxed out. He threw out. a bunch of picks at the end, though, man. Yeah, he, he was not – and he's been very good in that category this year. Red zone, fourth quarter. You know, they've come from behind in one games. But finally, all right, one they, quick question. We'll head to break. Yeah. Who's your MVP? Of the of the NFL, yeah. Oh wow, you know that that can uh, that can blow like that one. But okay. it's again, it changes. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I think right now I, it's I, I got to determine who I think the best. I think it might be Brock Purdy, man. Yeah, I be. know. That's what I was thinking. I got one other name. Okay, Cheetah. Yeah, Tyreek, that's another yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Our receivers never won the MVP. Yeah, Ed and I, we've been screaming that for a while. Never yeah. won the MVP. That's hard to believe. And I'm now ride right on him. I think if he breaks the Calvin Johnson record, which he's on pace to do, I, I'm okay with that too. I would. I, I like would that. See something different. I like that. You know, but Brock per- Purdy, you're right. Brock Purdy's Purdy. Purdy's yard per attempt. Mm-hmm. It's like historical. Oh, yeah. And the other five who mm-hmm. had a season with that yards per attempt, all five won the MVP. Yeah. So it, it translates to how good. I'll you're tell you playing. something else. You also have to be. At, in the last 10 MVPs, the team has been a one or two seed. Yeah, you need to be up there for sure. You got to be up there. But Ty, you know Ty, who, you know who Tyreek did? will be the offensive player of the year. I've never understood that either. But you know who didn't? Who didn't what? You know the one guy in the last few years who won the MVP whose team didn't do? Wasn't a top two seed? Aaron Rodgers? No, that's a good guess. It's someone who had a historical year. Adrian Peterson. Oh, it's about that long. Yeah. So see, I mean, yeah. that's but that's what Tyreek Hill's doing. Uh, well, yeah, he is. And and by the way, he they ran a play yesterday. 
where they they put Tyreek in motion and he came down the left side and he started to, and I knew right then that yeah. this is this man's just getting some speed. They're going to send him yeah. deep. And sure enough, Tool went back. He stopped for a second, just threw it up for grabs. That was the one where Tyreek hey. went this way and then came like back. Arena, like arena football. Yeah, yeah just throw would, it. How good would Tyreek Hill be in arena football, man? How good is he in the NFL? Got his speed going up. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, if Tyreek Hill were on the Chiefs right now. Would they be about eleven and one and still the overwhelming favorite? Yes. They would, yeah. wouldn't but they? they? Yeah. But, but in fairness, they couldn't pay him. I guess the problem is why can't they? Why couldn't they? Who do they have? I mean, they're they're paying Mahomes, maybe Kelsey. Kelsey. It's not like they don't have a bunch of Chris, Chris Jones. Jones, but that's it. No, they paid their right tackle a whole lot of money. Okay, that's a mistake. They pay paid. Tyreek Hill. <laughs> that's what I mean. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. All right, let's do go to break. Yeah. We got. Uh, hey, still do up. we have a prize pack? Oh, we sure do. What do we got, man? man we got a twenty-five dollar gift card to Small Case. And we're giving away a bottle of Brackish Vodka. Oh, now. well, well now. Boy. All right, 641-1010. Be kind, I, be curious, be correct. And I don't know if we have – but, Sally, today, your, your point is valid. Well, I thought Brackish we should was, do him tomorrow, but let's yeah. text him and see what he wants to do. Yeah. Maybe, I'd rather I, have I, him tomorrow, wouldn't you? Um, either way. Okay. I'd rather have him both, to be I honest with you. I'd say both. All right, a yeah. little bit of just getting fired. First Monday night in a long time, you know. I know, but he's, you know, he's a big dude. He's contractual. He's a busy man. I don't know yeah, what he's. I think he's kind of blown us off. He probably owes us one in the bag somewhere. That's not true. But anyway, if he wants to come on, he'll come on, and we'll just leave it in his court. You it know what? It all starts <laughs> with Dan Hickman and Jeff Frost. And you know what? You know he's a big fan, so he's listening right now. We don't need to text him. Tony, you decide. If you want to do breakfast with Bacelli, you give us a call, 805. No big whoop. This is the drill. It's the Monday morning quarterback, divorcementonly.com. Crank it up, baby. By the way, C.J. Stroud has thrown for more yards than anybody in the National Football League this year, 3,540. At the highest rated quarterback, we're talking about MVP, Brock Purdy. Oh, he's clear, all clear of everybody. 116 right now. 116, 23 touchdowns, six picks, 3,200 yards, 70% completion rate. Boy, that 70% has become certainly a benchmark in the National Football League for these quarterbacks. A lot of it has to do with the offense, but Brock Purdy, 70.2, two is 70.1. Dak Prescott, 70.1. Kirk Cousins, 69.5. Lamar, 68.3. Josh Allen, 68.1. I can remember talking to Mark Brunel years ago back when he was the guy, and I said, what what would you want your completion rate around? He goes, 60% is good. It's changed. It's you know, changed. they used to throw downfield. Yeah, now everything it's is changed. Is underneath and around. Yeah. And Trevor, sixty-seven point three. By the way, he would need to throw for about eight hundred yards tonight to overtake C.J. Stroud for the lead. In what what would you say? I know you don't play fantasy yards. football in, in, anymore. Yoda, you play fantasy football? Yeah, Yoda does. Et, you play it all? Yeah. Well, you guys, what do you guys think Trevor is in fantasy football quarterbacks? Where do you think he is? Where I'd do say you... around like twenty. Okay. What about you, Yoda? What do you say? 13. 13. Kind of in between there. He's like 17th in fantasy yeah. quarterback mm-hmm. production. Well, a touchdown what, passes kill him. What do you think ETN is? Running back. I think he's up there. I'd say probably top 10. Yeah, what about you? Uh, third. <laughs> this offense is running around through and courtesy of ETN. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Listen, just from this standpoint, all fantasy does is measure production. Yeah. It ain't measuring anything else. Not measuring your your importance, your value, just flat-out production. And he, compared to the running backs, is much better than any other player we have on our team other than Josh Allen compared to his position. Can I send out a quick message? Oh, SOS in a bottle? To our friends at ESPN tonight. Message in a bottle. They're listening, sure. We've got Stop Cyberbullying Joe Buck, one of my faves. Along with Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman, big heavy hitters in town tonight. 
just, I remember meeting Aikman in the mid-90s when they were in their prime. They were here at UNF or something or other. Mm-hmm. Marino, had thrown, Dan Marino mm-hmm. throwing something together. Big dudes, man. Big dudes. Big dudes. But just this plea. Okay. Plea, plea, plea. What do you got? Tonight, when you're showing off our fair city, can you please take the video down that has the landing in it? That's not real. So yeah. That's not We don't have that anymore. Can we get rid yeah. of that video, Can you please? send it? By the way, with can, tr- maybe tonight, can we take a live shot or something? Or just don't use that one shot that has the Jacksonville landing all That's aglow. Plea. Well, They've done it on every network. This is ESPN's turn. I'm well, just here, asking here, them. And here's why that is so much worse than ever. Because <laughs> you got drone technology now. You could have some, you, your prod tech yeah. shoot you some flyover in about 20 minutes this afternoon. Because they're already here. Correct. They're already here. Send the drone up. Get something fresh. To your point, yeah, they, I, I, or was it the Florida Georgia game they did that? Or was it the Jags? Every uh, Jags game. Chiefs? Yeah, they, every, they, every show, they show downtown Jacksonville. Yep, yep. And it's stock footage. The landing is still there. Ugh. Hey, we get no respect. Yeah. Uh, I'm just asking. I'm, not, I'm just saying, just, hey, man, you know what? Just uh, the landing's been gone for a while now. You know, I'm just asking you guys. I know you're busy. I know you've got a lot to do. But if you could just kind of knock that one shot out, I'd, I'd appreciate it. Otherwise, you know, you guys are the net, the natties, the network. Uh, Have gonna, at it. We'll come back with breakfast with Vaselli. Can I offer up my pest of the day from uh, yeah, uh, among the away. many things that I saw yesterday? I think when we go through the annals of pest of the day, years uh-huh. from now, uh-huh. and we look back like at some of the trends of pest of the day, I have a feeling that today's pest of the day will be like a recurring theme. Today's pest will reemerge as a pest another eight or ten times this year. Okay. But sometimes it's just so <sighs> disagreeable that it just – it moves to the top for me. Okay. Okay. Pest of the day is brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions. You can call 904-944-PEST. You'll speak directly with the owners and mention 1010XL. You'll get 25% off. Look, pest problems are persistent here in Florida, and this pest of the day today is also persistent. Try as they might, they can never get it right through replay or otherwise. There is no world in which football is played or that no call in the Green Bay Kansas City game last night can occur. It, the Chiefs are trying to rally; they're trying to catch up. Mark Valdez Scantley gets open deep, and and the defender Dan he jumps on his back and he tackles him three yards before the ball gets there. Thank God. I mean, can I have one win? Well, <laughs> it helped Dan in the five pack. It helped the Jaguars. I'm not opposed to the way it happened, but it doesn't make the officiating. Continue to be a pest. I mean, that. listen. They missed one, though, on the same drive. I, I mean, Mahomes got hit on the – he hadn't stepped out of bounds. It was a clean hit. Yeah. And they sat there and they talked about yeah. it. All you got to do is peek up to the big screens to cheat yeah. if yeah. you have to. Yeah. Look up at yeah. the big screen. No, go, I, I, oh, he wasn't out. Let's wave that off. Okay, well, then there you go. You, you prove they my point two further. on the last drive. Well, but, two. And, and I get it. That's a judgment call on the line. This is happening in the middle of the field with no one else around. You're standing right there. Mm-hmm. He ta- How can you – how can listen? I here's what I think happens with these gutless officials, Hick. I think they learn to rely so much on the replay, yeah, that that they get stuck sometimes not making a proper call in a play that can't be reviewed, and so <laughs> you let them tackle them. Uh, it's just maybe the official was just watching the the Sunday nighter a couple weeks ago, and he just assumed that uh, Va- Valdez Scantling would drop it. <laughs> maybe that was it. <laughs> All right, breakfast with Baselli is next. That is the pest of the day. Uh, brought to you by the veteran and locally owned and operated Mission Pest Solutions, your new selection for all your pest problems. When you call or text to 904-944-PEST, you'll be speaking directly with the owners. Yeah! Yeah! yeah. 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 yeah.
One of the problems with college football is a kid at Ohio State throws for 3,000 yards. And again, he wasn't great, but he's in the portal. And I'm assuming it's because they're signing someone from the portal. So I'm, you know, and so I asked the Googans and somebody said, hearing it will be Dante Moore. That's the five star from UCLA. But there's somebody coming to Ohio State. For sure. I mean, it's just, that's just. And then this kid will go somewhere else. I don't know. These kids wanted to be an Ohio State quarterback. He, he did everything they asked of him, and then, and then they just – I don't know. It's just – that's part – it is – it's the system now. It's the free agency system. I guess in a way you could say, well, you know, everybody wanted it, so the kids got it, so we got to make it work for us as well as, as schools and teams, right? I don't know. ESPN's already done it. They ran a promo last night. Somebody sent in on the text line. They took a screen grab. They're, they're promoting Bengals – Jaguars, Monday Night Football, and a shot across the river and the yeah. bridge, and there's the landing. I mean, you people are so lazy. I just asked. Uh, play our next guest in, That's please, terrible. E. Now, Breakfast with Boselli on 1010XL. Brought to you by Epstein and Robbins DUI Defense Firm and Mr. Rooter Plumbing of Jacksonville. Breakfast provided by Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah! That's where he lives now, Dan. Gold jacket and all. He was a mainstay on Monday Night Football. One of his great moments yes. happened on Monday Night Football yeah. with uh, also another Cantonese Hall of Famer, yeah. Jason Taylor. Jason Taylor. That's he correct. told Jason Taylor, "Come get come you on, some. Come get you some more, big boy." Oh, taunted him all Tony, the way down those the field. Were the days would they would they penalize? Would they throw a flag for that today, Tone? They would, wouldn't they? <laughs> I think I would have got flagged for a lot of stuff. Yeah, like yeah. Today. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you were a dirty, nasty player, Tony. It was a different game. Um, <laughs> it was. I mean, you could, I mean, I mean you weren't more- you weren't Conrad Dobler nasty and, no, dir- no, and no, dirty, no. but you were you you crossed the line and you flipped that switch in that noggin of yours, dude. Well, I mean, it was uh, <laughs> it was a different game. It was, a, I mean, it was a more physical game. Frankly, it was uh, the it's, rules allowed. That was that's just an excuse for you to go crazy. You were you were got a little psycho. You love that stuff, Tony. I enjoyed uh, going on the field and playing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice uh, one. Those Monday night wins were cool. I mean, there were some cool ones. You had the, the Steelers game. You had that Miami game, uh, big play right off the bat. And Fred had a big one that game. Keenan got deep a couple. It's just a. Little, it, it's a. It really is different. It's not just cliche that it it matters more, and you get a, just a little more juice for those games. No. Well, I think I think the night games in general are just a little bit different because mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know you're the only game on. Everyone's watching. You know. Like if you, you know, especially Sunday night. I mean, Sunday. If you're on Sunday night, means you know you're a good team at this time of year, typically. Yeah. Um, and so just those are big games, and you look forward to it. You know, the lights. You know, the lights are bright. You know, what do they say? The stars are out, and here we go. So it's it's there's a definitely more juice, and I remember. I mean, in Monday nights. I mean, when we played oh. Monday night games at home, it was rocking. Yeah. Gets going, and I think it's going to be rocking tonight. I think yeah. The fans excited and um, great opportunity for the Jags to get a win and get to nine and three and have the number one be the number one seed in AFC after the Packers taking care of business against the Chiefs last night. Tony, what obviously the the Bengals don't have Joe Burrow and and Jake Browning's had a little bit more time here to try and get ready, but they do still have Chase and Higgins and Boyd and Mixon and. And some other pieces. What what is what do the Jags need to be most careful for? Because I will remind you, we've had like two or three marquee games where we wanted to make a statement this year, and we failed in all three of them, including the last time out against the Forty Nine ers. So, what what well, is it? Only, yeah, I think twice we have 
Chiefs. Yeah, I kind of felt like that Texans game. You needed to bounce back from from Kansas City, though, at least from an important standpoint. Maybe not, you know, highly high profile, but it was important to bounce back that week, and they were flat. So I, what? what, Yeah, but Jeff, I would. I mean, you could. I mean, I could. I don't want to bog down in that. Tell me about the Bengals and what you got to be worried about. Yeah, I mean, seventeen games. They're all important. Of course. To your Mm -hmm. point, this one is national television. Number one seed on the line. I mean, you can make a statement like, you know, especially because for so long the AFC's been about the Chiefs. The Chiefs are now obviously not the same team on offense. They're yeah. not the same Look awful team. average. Yep, they they lost yesterday. And so you're if you're Jacksonville, you're sitting there like, let's go dominate a team that's without their quarterback that we're better than and go make a statement, you know, because now you're going to the bat, you know, going to December and this is where you're going to find out, you know, you know, how you position yourself for the playoffs and getting into the tournament. So this is a huge game, and you can't – yeah, I mean, this team's much different with Joe Burrow. I mean, Joe Burrow's one of the best quarterbacks sure. in the NFL, and when you lose a guy like that, obviously you're not going to be the same team. But they still have – they have guys who can beat you over the top in Higgins and Chase. Chase is – boy, he's scary. And But I think the way you beat this Bengals team is force – keep everything in front of you and force Jake Browning to, like, putting multiple plays together, which I don't think he can. And I don't think they can run the ball. They're not a very good run team with Joe Mixon this year. Mm-hmm. And so if keep everything in front and say, hey, if you can go put together clean drives, you know, 10, 12-play drives, we'll tip our hat to you. Because I don't think they can. Where they can beat you, though, is over the top with Higgins and uh, Jamar Chase. Tony, do you remember our first Monday night loss? The Jags won their first five, and then we went somewhere and a quarterback riddled us. Ooh. Well, I remember I was standing on the sideline. I think it was – or do you want Tony to answer? I want Tony to answer. See if he remembers. Because I think I know what that is. I don't remember. That's, that's Peyton and yeah. Marvin Harrison and oh, Reggie Wayne. Six touchdowns I think he oh. had that night. That was already – we were past our prime. Then. Was Tony was even on that team? Oh, yeah. Okay. Hey, you were there, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that game. Is I was so mad. Yeah. Because if you go – I think at halftime it was 14-10. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Maybe 20-10. It was a ball game. Uh-huh. We were averaging – over five yards of care with Fred. Mm-hmm. Oh. Just run the ball. They can't stop us. And mm-hmm. we can't stop them, by the way. So let's like play keep away against this guy. And we didn't run out of the second half. I was like, like go tackle Tom right now. Just makes me mad thinking about him. I'm going go, to go, I'm gonna go to Atlantic Beach and find Tom and remind him. That's Why fine. Why run the ball? Should have no, run the ball. That, that game was the old RCA Dome. It was rocking. And yeah. all I can remember was Marvin Harrison running up and down. The yeah. Field. Oh, yeah, God. It was – it was uh, – we went to Tennessee that year, too. And was that – did Witted have a kickoff return in that game on a Monday night? That sticks in my mind, but I could be wrong. I don't remember uh, that remember Monday night or as well. Night early that year in yeah. Tennessee, and it was back and forth. We ended up losing. Yeah, we lost. That was the year where we, we, the shine came off of us. We'd had the four years uh, and the was, salary cap yeah. caught up. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, no, I disagree. With, I mean, that was the year that, you know, Leon got hurt in camp. That was injury year? Well, I just meant the shine uh, from our success was over. You know, was I, I, I was coming back after ACL, so I missed all camp. Mm-hmm. But that was probably the most disappointing season because we, I mean, we ended still up had talent. Nine. Yeah, you still had yeah, enough. We, we lost like four games that we had no business losing, just in stupid ways. That was the year Fred had nine straight games with over 100 yards. Wow. We ran the boat. We were a good run team. You guys were 2-1, and, and, and then you went into like this free fall. You lost five straight games that year. Well, it, I mean, Starting I with that Monday night game at Indy, bro. Monday night game, and then you go to the uh, – the, the now commanders, the old Redskins, we blew that game with like 10 turnovers. Oh, God. That was, <laughs> was like, horrible. 
I mean, it, it was, you know, Cincinnati up there, we dominated in um, terrible weather. And Do you remember, Tone, did we have any – Tone, we, run, we won four in a row in November, December, going into – we had two games left. We were 7-7. Seven and seven. Did we have a chance to make the playoffs or no? I think if we win those last two, we probably get into the wild card at 9-7, I think. Yeah, because I was just – we went to Cincinnati and lost 17-14, and then we lost to the Giants by 3-28-25, and that was all she wrote. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those years where – so disappointing because yeah. we're so much better than yes. our record. But no, I, then, yeah, you had everybody, right? I mean, you still had everybody. We hadn't really purged dudes yet, had we? I mean, no, 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 we hadn't purged. I mean, the only, I mean, we lost Leon, but that was it. Uh, By the way, that was also the year. This is this will back what Tony's saying. That that was the that was the Jimmy Smith get, game nine, year. Nine and seven would not have got us. Oh. That was the Jimmy Smith game year. We went up to Baltimore week two. Mm-hmm. There's another game. The Ravens were the best defense in the history of football. Yeah, they went over. And to... they, you guys, scored thirty six, but you let Tony Banks hang thirty nine on you. Oh. Yeah, I never, I'll never forget that game. Thirty six. Like, yeah. like, how do you, we how against do you that defense? Break? Yeah. And you got Tony Banks throwing like. Eight. Five touchdowns down the middle of the field to Shannon Sharp over and over and over again. I'm like, hey, how about we cover that guy? <laughs> It'd be fun to be around Baselli as a game is slipping away. The anger, the the the, the Hall of Famer yeah. on the sideline. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, Monday night's fun. This is a big opportunity. It's, it's like, I mean, this is this is a chance to be a fun, fun December because if you look around the AFC, yeah, I said this a couple weeks ago. We're like, we're good or better than anybody. I mean, there's nobody that I watch and be like, oh gosh, they're right. Tails better than us. Like, I'll say this I watch the 49ers right now, and I'm like, I'm not sure anyone can beat them right now. Right. Healthy. I mean, they are clearly the best team, but if you look in the AFC, there's nobody that's like, all right, let's, like, let's go play, go do what we do, and let's go find a way to get a chance to go play the 49ers again. Yeah. So I'd like another shot at them. Yeah. Well, you're you're right about that. Imagine right now if the Jags were battling Philly, San Francisco, and Dallas, you would not feel near as good about Super Bowl chances, top seats, or anything else. The the, the Bills re- revert to the mean. The, the the Bengals quarterback injury and and the Chiefs just finally you know coming back a little bit, losing some talent, some Tyree kills and some others. It's they look very average. And so uh, to your point. That home field could could matter, you know. It, it really oh, it could. could. Big time. Yeah. So I'll even say, like, even the NFC, you bring up the like. I actually think there's only one team that's really separated themselves. I mean, I think you look at the Eagles; they had one loss going in, but every game, you know, mm-hmm. they've come back. Points. That's fair. And Dallas, San Francisco you know, looks like the best team in the league. yeah, that's oh, my yeah. point. Um, so, like, go get home field. Like you, could, you sit here now in the first week of December. And you control your own destiny to be the number one seed. Do we? That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Have you know? Like, it's interesting how the NFC. We all thought the AFC was head and shoulders better than the NFC. I'm not so sure of that anymore, Tone. No, I mean I think the depth is much better in the AFC because of the quarterback situation. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I said at the beginning of the year, then they got beat up, lost three in a row. The, the 49ers are the best team in the NFL. I mean, they're the most physical, the good on both lines. They got talent at every position. Um, they're the best running back in football. They're arguably the best tight end in football. You know, they got a defensive front that just overwhelms you, the best linebacker in football, and Fred Warner. I mean, and they got a quarterback who gets it to the right guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
he just gets into it. He doesn't look like the prototypical guy, Purdy, but he gets to the right guy, and he's accurate as heck, and he's smart. Such and a, a good scheme, too. They're so creative, Shanahan. Oh, Shanahan's a great coach. I think he's a great coach. Um, so I hate him. But, but that's the thing is, but that's exactly – we have that – like that, that's us in the AFC right now, and this is part of how we have to view ourselves. This isn't the Jaguars of the last, you know – before last year of the last decade that's you know, like hoping to be good and trying our best and, you know, moral victories are, you know, and find ourselves, you know, talking about the draft this time of year. Mm-hmm. This is, we are a good football team. We like this, these guys should say, Hey, we're the best team they see. We're going to prove it. Like you have, like there should be confidence. And, and my hope is my belief is, is you're going to see that when you walk on the field, they walk on the field today. I think they're going to have a dominating performance. tonight. Yeah. I tend to agree with you as well. Uh, all right, big fella. Anything else going on? Well, yeah, I just disappointing weekend for the game of football. Um, mm-hmm. Never seen. I mean, just the the criminal activity of uh, the committee of keeping <laughs> an undefeated ACC criminal. Criminal. It's criminal. <laughs> I would. I, I, I'd get lawyers involved. It's ridiculous. I mean, how do, I mean, how do you how do you justify uh-huh. make, uh, taking a number four team in the nation who <laughs> wins by double digits mm-hmm. who Mm-hmm. Um, does it with the third string quarterback and is undefeated, and you have a team that was ranked eighth, right? That needed a hail mary to right. beat an Auburn team who lost to New Mexico State the week before. Okay, and you let them go from eight to four. And you well, why, why would you sing, uh, single them out? I mean, what did but Texas is saying? The Florida State didn't. Well, I know, but so did Texas. Yeah, but Texas beat Florida. I mean, Texas beat Alabama. Yeah, and you know what, Tony? The Texans beat the Jags week three. I mean, we put way too much on that. Well, that's how college football does it. Well, sometimes. How how it's been through the history of this stupid pageant that we call a playoff. (laughs) It's a beauty pageant that we have Uh a bunch of uh people who don't do anything Uh and have no impact, and half of them probably don't even watch football, decide who Yeah, the problem is the committee. Well, and, and to your point, it's not just that it's four and seven. They told us this on Tuesday. This isn't some change from six weeks ago. They knew the parameters. They knew the rosters. They knew. Let me ask you a question, Jeff. Why was when Jordan after Jordan Travis got hurt? I know they, they should have moved him to six because they're too cowardly. Them? There was cowardice. That's why well, they thought Louisville would take care of their business for him, and they could, you know, criminal. Yeah, college football is, is, is like I will not watch one more snap. Outside of USC and some ridiculous bowl game they're going to play in. What about our Gators, Tone? What about our Gators? I don't, really, our, I don't believe that. Eligibility up down there? I now? will not watch another snap. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's not, it's not a playoff mm. because one of the best. Well, then you uh, got to worry about Florida for a while on that one, friend. I'm just telling you, it's ridiculous. So yeah. I, I'm disappointed that college football is there. Well, yeah. you're a college football Hall of Famer. Do something about it. Yeah. Well, between the, 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 this beauty pageant that they call a playoff. Well, we get 12 um, next year, friend. You can come back. The portal that is like ruining is not. Oh, it's good it's for pro football, football, dude. We're playing pro football at two levels and now. The NIL, which is nothing more than a uh, way for colleges to pay kids to come to their school. Right. It's not about name likeness, image and likeness. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. The whole thing's ridiculous. They need to blow the whole thing up. Mm-hmm. The twelve playoff is just as is going to be dumb too because that's going to be invitational. What would your thoughts uh, be if USC was twelve and zero right now? <laughs> I would I'd watch them, but I'd still I'd still, I'd actually feel that like I have no dog in the hunt with Florida State. Right. It's not like I I don't like, I could care less. Your son Florida was part State. of Willie Ball over there, if I remember correctly. Well, I, yeah, I could care less. Yeah. yeah he's gone. Yeah. I told him the day he left, like I don't like Florida State anymore. I'm a fan. And yeah. but 
it's what they did to those kids yeah. in that program is not right. There are they 21 did. other starters that were just a huge insult. And, and by the way, I, I really I, listen. It's okay to talk out both sides of your mouth. It's okay to think that someone's better, but that doesn't mean you're right. And if somebody else has proven you wrong already, mm-hmm. I'd give that FSU defense. I think FSU could beat Michigan. I really believe that, Dan. I really believe I their, their defense is good enough that if they they, they – that would be a coin flip to me. Yeah. I, regardless of what Vegas says or the odds or anybody else, I, mm-hmm. I think that's a good game. Yeah. I actually think Florida State can play with anybody because of that defense. Now – do I think they are better than Georgia? No, but Georgia lost their conference. I'm sorry, you're out. It's like you're not. So a you don't you, you don't adhere to the trying to put the four best teams in there, Dan. Yeah, the game is decided on the field. Like, who are we to say who's the best team? Last year, we said that TCU had no right to be in the playoffs. Okay, and they went and beat Michigan. Yeah, and scored 51 against them. Now they got blown out against Georgia. Georgia was the best, clearly the best team in. College football, I should one historically one of the best teams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, who are we to say who these best teams are? Okay, so I because listen, because, I, like, I, I'll say this uh-huh. two times. Everyone told me Oregon was so much better than Washington; and they were going to beat them. Right, and twice mm-hmm. they beat them. Yeah, yeah. Tony, who's got, like, Tony. I'll, I'll go back to the. Everyone told me that the, the, when we went and played the Broncos a mile high, they were going to beat us, and they only, we had no chance in hell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That they were clearly the better team, better team, and if we would not vote. Why would we even play the game? Because they're better. And we went and beat them. Let me ask you a question, Tony, and we'll let you go. Uh, th- I, we know you won't be watching. You've told us. <laughs> uh, who do you think's winning the four? Like, honestly, I, I know you just got this huge, like, chip. Who do against... I think's going to win? Yeah, who do you really, honestly, like, if and, and not your, you know, stir it up, your little mischievous grin, who do you think? Like, if your I, life yeah. depended on it and you had to pick who was going to win this four-team playoff, oh, dear. who would you pick? I think Alabama beats Michigan. Yeah. I, I mean, Michigan can't. I mean, I, like, how is Michigan ahead of Florida State? They they can't score. They couldn't move the ball. I mean, That's fair fair argument. Somehow, somehow, Michigan and Washington got this pass that FSU didn't get too. I'm also surprised. Yeah, I mean, so, well, so some, the answer is the quarterback. But anyway, so who's going to win it I, all, though, I, Tone? I get that. My point is that Florida State scored more points. I mean, not more points. Had more yardage and did a better job defensively than Michigan did against a terrible Iowa team. I, that is okay, true. That, that is think, statistically think, true. Iowa's defense is uh, pretty legit. So is so is uh, Florida State. Um, Understood. Florida, uh, I'm sorry. So Florida State's out. Uh, Bama beats Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, Washington beats Texas. Okay. And Washington beats Bama in the title game. Okay. Right. I think Washington's the best overall team. See, it's funny. I think they're fourth best. It's amazing. I mean, yeah, they're, they're the they're the best offense. They're the best offensive weapons, and they are better defensively than they get credit. For. And by the way, we haven't even got we haven't even rounded back today because it's about the FSU's up up. You know, and I get it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and here's Georgia. There ain't a person in the world knows college football doesn't think Georgia's one of the four best teams. But they happen to lose their last game, so it, Jeff, te- Texas Texas lost to Oklahoma, and yet I'm to believe they're better than Georgia. I mean, it's well. Here's here's my thing, Jeff. Yeah, Alabama has no business even being there because just, they, but but, they but you just them. said they're going to win. I, I'm, <laughs> but you, but you, that's my point. It's yeah, they won the SEC. They that's where you're wrong. To me, that's where you're wrong. They won the SEC tone. They do have a right to be there. They won. They won the league that wins the. They won the league that wins the Natty every single year. They were lucky as hell against well, so was Auburn. There were other teams that were lucky this year, Tone. Not like that. Yes, not they like were. That. No, not like well, that. Well, maybe not no. fourth down, but I, I – mean, You don't think Washington no. was lucky? Yeah, they were lucky. That Oregon when? missed 
Oregon missed a two fourth downs point blank in the first game, or that or that Washington State they had a uh, Washington State elected what well, they had a chance to kick and win yeah. too. I yeah. mean, they barely beat Washington State. It's terrible. It wasn't a hail mary, guys. Is my point. Yeah, yeah. football is football. Here's yeah, my, well, Jeff, I'll make those guys will get to the, the, stronger. Here's my here's my overall point. Okay, I agree with you. I would pick Georgia to beat all four of the teams yeah. that are in. Well, I wouldn't pick him to but pick Bama. It's not about who we think is the best team. It's who wins games on the field. Right. Thinking you're not, not supposed to win. So yeah. They're out. Sorry. So if you lose, so if you lose one game, you're out. If you're the, unless you're Texas teams ahead. At the, the way the system's set up, yeah, you lost your conference championship. This is why this is not a playoff. It is an invitational. Of all, all the teams of- that are in are conference champions. Uh, yes. So there's I, I, there's there's six teams that all have a legit gripe to be in and only four could get in well we got then you, you know who you put in is four hundred feet undefeated because it's a crappy it's a crappy uh system yeah it's not a playoff it's an invitational yeah we vote we know that though we already think. know that part it's, that's why i'm not watching yeah so I but it was that way last year tone it's, I, it's all, I, didn't, I don't think i watched much last it's year. been a I mean, poll it's been a poll they just increased it from two to four now next year they have 12 it, and they the have parameters and it's better yeah it, until we are honest with ourselves mm-hmm. and realize that this is not student athlete amateur sports, hundred percent football minor league. Yeah, we've been realizing yeah. that for a while. Yeah, and in, until we admit it, and we, until we structure it that way, correct, where we have the sixty-four teams that actually treat it that way, separate them from college uh, college sports. They put a commissioner where everyone plays by the same rules. Oh, amen. College football sucks six days. Six days. Uh... Uh, a week, but on on Saturday it's still awesome to watch. That's the, I, I that's actually the don't thing. enjoy it as much. I'm not I, I get it. I get it. I think there are a lot of like, people like you, but but like you there get were people like yeah. transferring every year. Like you don't know. Like we're, I know, I know. There's no school loyalty anymore. But so let's just so make it. I'll be. I'd be more interested mm-hmm. if we called it what it was. This is minor. This is a minor league uh, professional sport for the NFL. Here's the 64 teams. Here's right. the rules. Everyone has the same yeah. amount of money to spend. Yeah. Base pay for every player. Bonus structure. If they can, if they want to get agents and do off the field stuff, sure. separate. And you have rules about transferring, like free agency. Kill the conferences, man. Is. I mean, separate because there's no reason why you know uh, Cal softball's got to fly across the country now to it's play ridiculous. Wake Forest. That's dumb. I would, I would take <laughs> 64 teams, separate them out, then I go back to the historic conferences for every other sport yeah because it's not good for the kids who are non-football players traveling all around all over america you know great so we have the women's volleyball team from usc have to go to rutgers yeah i mean or or the soccer team or the softball team whatever it does it's ridiculous for sure all right bro tony enjoy 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 the game tonight i like it it's okay yeah yeah I was right about college football. You were wrong. Have a good day. All Thank right. You. Bye, Tone. Hey, just ask him. <laughs> this is the drill. <laughs> Deno. Yeah. I got a question for you. Hold on. I'm, I'm, t- I'm telling somebody right now <laughs> on Twitter because this is how dumb you are. I said wow. FSU should get in. Should get in. He's stuck on this one for a while. But while, you are too stupid. Oh, you see that? Oh my! Wow. Yeah. 
It's finally gotten to him. You know, forever he was very peaceful through his social I media soldier. Yeah. But more and more lately, he's just been well, bubbling just, a little bit. Under, like, like, Have they gotten meaner? Is that what's happening? It used well, to be less they, less the civil. The ones who get personal are going to get it. Are, are yeah. going to soon but get they've been that, But they've been doing that for years, and it's yeah. never seemed to bother you. No, at least from my perspective, but, it seems to bother you more. Well, what bothers it's because me there's more most, of them. What bothers me most is like when they say you're an SEC homer. Well, then you don't know anything I say or do because, as you know, I'm not an SEC homer. I hate the SEC. I Now, I rooted for Bama over Georgia because of my distaste for Georgia. I would have rooted for Louisville over FSU. And I don't know how anybody would have fault with that because you all out there who are FSU people root for Florida to lose every week. That's just how the game's played. So, you know, deal with it. But again, I've always said, in fairness, I would have put FSU in personally. But I'm not on the committee. So I'm just saying, all I'm, but you say they're not one of the four best teams, and oh my God, oh I can't believe, oh hey, well, you watch the games, I watch the games, and then I got people telling me, like, like they state their opinions as if they're facts, and that also annoys me. But the stupidities well, on some of you on of Twitter are really, really, you guys, you should earn a degree in sportsology before you come talk to us, honestly. Now, what was your question? You know, FSU also, uh, Clemson (laughs) missed a chip shot field goal to beat FSU. Correct. So, Tony leaves that out of his. Yeah, there's a lot of those. That's as every single team has one of those. You can't. Everybody. You can't can't parse out that this win was lucky or luckier than that. Clemson missed a 30-yard field goal to beat FSU, and then we wouldn't be having this argument. Again, go look at. (laughs) I I don't want to. Listen, FSU had a great year. And if Jordan Travis was a quarterback, they would 100% been in. But he's not, and they're not one of the four best teams. In my opinion, I could be wrong. Sure, I could. Now, with that said, their schedule's set up real nice for them. You know, in the end, this is how the Florida Gators affected the entire world of college football this year. And I don't think you people give us enough credit. Number one, (laughs) we won Jaden Daniels, the Heisman. Uh, he's going to be lifting the trophy thanks to that game he had against the Gators. There's a fair point. There's a <laughs> yeah. fair point to, to be made that shouldn't Jordan Travis win the Heisman? Yeah. And number two, well, he ain't going to. Well, suddenly he can't. You, you we know, won, without him, you can't yeah. go to the playoffs. Yeah, with right. him, you do. We won, we won Jaden Daniels, the Heisman. And number two, and this is what should irk you, Florida FSU fan, because you beat us. But guess what? If we had been nine and two, that win would have. Been worth a whole lot more. If we had been nine and two, they wouldn't have beat us. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I mean, Florida State beat a terrible. I, look, there are some optics here that certainly hurt FSU. The committee might be aware that Florida's defense isn't bad. It's the worst in the whole freaking land. Yeah. And FSU couldn't get three hundred yards on them. That's alarming when they're going to be playing top three teams. I my biggest issue is this, and I'm going to go back. And I'm uh, there are certain times in your and I's mm-hmm. professional lives mm-hmm. where. We legitimately can't understand what the other guy's talking about. Yeah. Most of the time, we'll play it up. We yeah. can ratchet it up. We yeah. can accentuate the differences. Yeah. But most of the part, I can find some semblance of a point. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, we'll have one like today. I, your mouth's moving, and I'm just hearing blah, 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 and I'm, my mouth's moving, and you're just hearing blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. my argument. Forget what you think and I think about who is what and where. The committee determines that. The yeah. same committee that determined it yesterday was the same committee that told us on Tuesday what they thought. Yeah. And on Tuesday, they told us they thought FSU was number four and that Texas was number seven. Yeah. And then the weekend came and FSU at number four beat a higher ranked by their rankings, mm-hmm. not yours or mine or mm-hmm. the media. Mm-hmm. 
Saturday came and FSU beat a team higher ranked than the team they had ranked number seven beat, and you dropped number four to five, and you and you yeah, shot but number you just seven throw up. These stupid numbers. Who how cares it? where teams are ranked? That's how they decide. Watch the game. That's how they decide. Louisville sucks. I, they lost to Kentucky. You know what? To win. Sorry, you know what? Yeah. You know what? No, Sorry, you know here. You. you know what? I've heard this about yeah. ten times here. Yeah. I'm not going to pick up the garnet and gold flag yeah. and go plant yeah, wave it that in thing, Tallahassee. Buddy. You're you. Louisville sucks, huh? Uh-huh. They average thirty-seven points yeah. a game. They yeah. scored six. Yeah. That doesn't matter. Strength of schedule. FSU. 30, Here's some numbers for 37. you. Thirty-seven. Strength of schedule. Thirty-seven FSU, a game. Fifty-five. Is that their fault? Fifty-five. Is that their fault? Alabama five. Yeah. Fifty-five. Well, five. So that strength of schedule. So doesn't matter. You know what it matters? Doesn't matter. The 11 wins, then that's a perfect ratio. They're 11 times better, mm-hmm. and they won 11, and they won 12. Yeah. Yeah, they lost one. Yeah. Was the strength of schedule when they when Texas came to town and beat them by 10? Yeah. FSU. You're 19, again. FSU, you greatest on defense me. ever. 19th best defense in the country. Alabama 16th. I, yeah. Again, I'm not, I would have put FSU in. I don't know why we continue to bog down on this. but I, Again, it is I don't it, understand I, the I bog. I can, because here's why. They act it's like the committee they act day. like it's a travesty. It's not a travesty. I don't close. understand. You have been so anti-committee uh-huh. Uh-huh. that you can't see their hypocrisy here is blowing my mind. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. It's not humanly possible uh-huh. to change your mind that much. I haven't changed from, my mind. Not, not golly, one bit. gosh, God. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Good golly, <laughs> gosh. unbelievable. It's not Good that hard. Goodness gracious. I know. I listen. Listen. Great googly moogly. I'm, I'm do, not hey, talking about me hey, or you. Hey everybody. I'm Good gonna, lord. I'm gonna do a favor. I'm gonna I'm gonna go get my wallet. Great. Uh-huh. I'm gonna Holy give gosh. I'm gonna give Jeff my credit card. Wow. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna take him down to the tattoo parlor so he can get that FSU logo oh, on yeah. his. Oh yeah. You're just crazy, man. Yeah. I'm you know do what? That for and you, you know what we're gonna take down? We're gonna I'm tramp gonna, stamp that logo you know, right you know, on your back. And you know what? You know what? You know what? I'm gonna get. You know what? I'm gonna get you. We was wrong. I'm gonna get you. Yeah. I'm gonna go. We're gonna go down to the convenience store and make sure you're properly prepared to go spend the night with Boo Weekly tonight. And it's fabulous committee. Again. They get everything right. This this one. Walking fact error, just call them Boo Weekly. Boo Corrigan. <laughs> Boo Weekly could do a better job <laughs> off the tour. At least Boo Weekly, if you had somebody four and somebody seven and they both won, it wouldn't flip top. <laughs> this is the drill. E, what was your question? I'll uh, answer the next segment. <laughs> 855, we're heading towards 9 o'clock. You have Monday Night Football tonight. You know the Jags can be the top seed if they win. No kidding. Yeah. I can't wait. That's going to be fun. Now, E, did you say you had a question for us? Yes, I do, for both nice. of y'all. Okay, yeah, you bet. So now, Jeff is always surprising me with his knowledge when it comes to pop culture. Yes. Okay. Dan, o, old man White, he... he old yeah. man White. He can, no, that's fair. He, he, he's, sometimes he, he's good and all. Once in a while, but Once not very while. good. And you struck out twice with this question. Yes. So you got my dog Jeff right there to help you out. Okay. Now, Dano, this song is going to be banging tonight when we walk past... Well, whenever we walk past the buzz zone. Okay. Jeff, Dan, can you tell me the name of the artist who sings this song? This is the one that you keep playing for uh-huh. me every stru- time, and I miss it. You struck out twice. This is where he always goes, Little Yeezy. <laughs> no. Lil, Lil John. <laughs> Lil Fred. No, is this is name. a uh-huh. bone crusher. <laughs> bone crusher. <laughs> And it's Bone Crusher! I ain't never scared! It's Bone Crusher! I ain't never scared! I ain't never scared! Well, and plus, when you walk by the Bud Zone, they are crushing some bones. <laughs> they so, are. That's why it's so appropriate. There's some bone crushing going on in the Bud Zone. E, yeah. I just want you to know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
That may be one of my best pulls in quite some time. I had to dig deep. I went back. Well, he's told my, you twice. I've said I don't here. care. Okay. I, I, right. I had no idea when he first did it, and I had to start digging into my brain. You I had went to go in the bag. Back. I had to go back. Uh huh. I went back into the cerebrum bolero. Uh huh. Uh huh. And back, way back there. Yes, sir. And I was like, God, I know this one, and 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 it's a, it's like a it's like a I, I don't know like a like a like a skull and crossbones, or it's a, it's a, it's something. It's, 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 it's bone crusher. Yeah, I'm proud of you, old man White. Oh, OMW, pull that one out. <laughs> yes, I ain't never scared. I remember that. That was tough. I'm proud of myself right there. Uh, yeah, we do have Monday Night Football tonight, and we have to focus on that. We've got to put this, this college football behind us. Well, I mean, you know, it, it is what it, listen, it's possible for more than one thing to be true, especially when it comes to this boneheaded, cowardly committee of liars. And mm-hmm. I'm not getting talked off. My opinion here isn't pro FSU. If if it happens to work that my my whole mm-hmm. point I've been trying to make that you obfuscate and then tell the audience I'm making a different one <laughs> is that the committee on the committee's in charge for picking the four. Nothing happened between Tuesday and Sunday for four to, to move to five and seven to move to three. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State, by the way, got beat like 45 to three by UCF like three weeks ago. That's who Texas beat. We want to talk about Louisville and how mm-hmm. what a challenge they are. Oklahoma State went to UCF when UCF hadn't won, I don't believe, even a conference game yet mm-hmm. and got beat by 40. So well, we can do that all day. Well, I, yes, we can. So my yeah. point is, FSU played all of those types of games and won them all. Correct. And the committee moved them down anyway. The yeah. committee... Should have had the stones mm-hmm. to have Texas above FSU before the weekend because they thought they were better. That's obvious. All right, look, I don't have a lot going on yeah. in my life right now, sports okay. wise. I'm yeah looking at two two wheel spins perhaps here. All of a sudden, I was oh, cruising wow. along. Where's that coming from? Happy. Well, oh, I took oh, the, the three sacks. to one yeah. bet, and I'm losing the five back. I mean, let's get some sacks tonight before we do that. So, E, are you with me? And by the way, I did think FSU was in all along, so I apologize to those FSU fans out there. I think if you win, you're in. I've been yeah. saying that for weeks, and that didn't happen. E, are you with me? Is he in there? He's in there. Yeah, I don't he's, know. he's here. E, can you can you click on? Um, I, I hate to do this, but I need uh-huh, to. Uh-huh. Can you click on NHL tab on ESPN? Okay, hold on, please. NHL, NHL. Oh, you're uh, the Rangers. Yeah, don't ruin my game. Let me just play. ESPN. What do you think? Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Washington schedule strength, by the way, thirty second. No one ever mentions Washington. Somehow they got yeah. pushed up to number two with no questions. A- NHL tab. Fifty fifth. Uh, okay, go to standings. Pretty, pretty similar. Uh-huh, standings. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, have you clicked on standings? I did. Okay, see it says Eastern Conference. Uh, I see Atlantic. Mm-hmm. I see Metropolitan, mm-hmm. Western, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pacific. Oh, I don't see no Eastern, bro. Okay, click on, it says. Uh, oh, I do see Eastern Conference. Okay, uh-huh. see where it says standings, right under standings, it says league, L-E-A-G-U-E, league. Uh-huh. league. Click on league. Can you click on league? Yep. All right, can you go to the very top number one team, and can you tell me who that might be, please? As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Shout out to the Rangers. Thank you, E. Thank you. The New York Rangers, just 23 games played, 18-4-1. Something to get excited about. Maybe some Stanley Cup plans. E, have you ever been to an NHL game? Uh, nope. All right. Well, maybe you can ride with us and we can go. I think you'd like that. You two can you can backseat Vaz all the way down yeah. there. Hey, Deno. Yeah. We ride together. We die together. Let's I think, ride. in fact, that yeah. one is such could be such a special yeah. time <laughs> that maybe you get a driver. <laughs> you both backseat Vaz. Maybe. Backseat Vaz together. You, you going to drive? I ain't driving, y'all. <laughs> what I look like. Somebody, somebody has put. Now, this is funny. Okay. Somebody is uh, on Twitter. Shout out to Jax. That's <laughs> taken some, like, 1950s video of downtown Jacksonville 
and put ESPN's preview of tonight's B-roll of Jacksonville for Monday Night Football. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> now, that is good. That Apparently, if you go on Google Earth or whatever right now, the, uh, the landing is still in there. Wow. It's like everybody in the world. It's like the landing is some mysterious. No yeah. respect. I mean, they don't understand that we got rid of that. We yeah, got that, rid of that. That's good. That's what that's what we got tonight. So anyway, hopefully the boys will uh, boys will fix some of that things. But it doesn't look promising. It looks like we're going to see the landing one more time. I listen. I think what's most what's most exciting right now about the Jaguars is with the Chiefs losing last night, we have the clear path to the number one seed. There's only one buy now in each conference. That makes a huge advantage. Um, refresh my memory. Who had the buys last year? Kansas, Kansas City. City and Philly. Hmm. Who went to the Super Bowl? Uh-huh. Kansas uh-huh. City. And Philly. And Philly. Yeah. I mean, I it's very important, especially if you're a team trying to get there. Yeah. Kansas City, I you know, these good Patriots back in the day, Peyton Man, they can be up to Aaron Rodgers, put them anywhere in there and they're dangerous. Yeah. Our football team will take any and every advantage. Boy, if we could somehow make it to Vegas, what a what a what a road trip that'd be. Ooh, maybe. We'll be right who's our boys out there? What are they called? What's our network? Vincent. 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 We'll Vincent. be right back in our studio, comfy there. Maybe. Running over and playing, you know. The, the, the parlor games. I like that little game yeah. right next to me. Yeah. That blackjack it's like uh, odd or video even game. you kind of played. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoy that. Yeah. I'm a roulette type of guy. By the way, uh, another quarterback entering the portal, and this is a guy, again, free agency is wild in college football. Dylan Gabriel, who just threw for 3,600 yards and 42 touchdowns. He's going in the portal? Going in the portal. Again, he just right. went from UCF to been there two Oklahoma years. And he, it's time and, to move on. And they were good. Maybe he's going to, to Ohio move, State. Time to move on. Golly, man. I, this is all cash, man. These quarterbacks are playing, playing So playing Ohio free State's going to go buy a quarterback. Yeah. And, and Dylan Gil Gabriel's going to go sell himself. Yeah. And it's only quarterbacks. This is evolving here a little bit. Oh, yeah. This also ties in with what Matt Rule of Nebraska said the other day. Going rate million. right now is one to two million and for a quarterback. Up. Apparently it's going up, Jeff. Mm. But that's, again, that's the dark, that's the crap. They've ruined college football. So we don't really, you know, you, you should start paying attention to college football again on Saturday, August, whatever, when they kick it off. Because the rest of the stuff will just infuriate us. The portal will infuriate us. Recruiting will infuriate us. I mean, I feel bad for kids who don't get recruited anymore because they go into the portal. Teams sign less and less because they hit the portal. So, uh, it's crazy. But it, that's the way it is. That's, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing out there right now. So, uh, we shall see. We shall see how it goes going forward. But I think they said the portal was going to be crazy, and it's open for business, I believe, today. And I think it's open till. The beginning of suddenly, January. You, suddenly you feel calmly calm and collected that Graham Mertz just got it out of the way early and said he's coming back. I know. I know. Hopefully they signed him. Well, we signed you to a deal. All right. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, it is what it is, but that's what, that's what these programs are doing. All right. We got the nine o'clock nasty coming up. Uh, Jags and Bengals coming up tonight. College football talk as well. Continuing. And Pross on the flip side will break down the Kellenic deal as I want to know about do that simply to to this isn't I mean what are the big take a deal? shot at the Mets double A's coming a big deal this year it's gonna be something big every time I look up we're getting some rando who's done nothing to this point you gotta think he's cooking something ah, this is the drill it's the Monday morning quarterback divorcementonly.com good morning good morning good morning Gookin Nation it's another hour with Duval's Big Dogs of Sports Media. Dan Hicken. Yes, sir. Jeff Prosser. Blah, blah, freaking blah. And E to the T. E.T. is the GOAT producer. All right, 9 o'clock nasty time. Oh, boy. Uh, we did get 
Clemson, Kentucky in the Tax Slayer Bowl. So shout out to the boys. It's a good, great weekend for Clemson fan. Clemson okay. fan needs. What do you got? Well, Clemson fan needs to come down here. I believe I have this right. Hopefully, I, I didn't check. So, but I think this is right. Clemson fan needs to come down here on a Friday, right? The game's on a Friday at noon, right? Come down Thursday night, right? Watch Clemson play Kentucky. Spend the weekend in Jacksonville. Go play golf on Saturday, and then on Sunday, I think the Jags are home. Aren't the Jags home New Year's weekend against Carolina? Yeah, yeah. And then so go watch the Jags, Trevor and Etn. Shout out to your Clemson boys and Shatley, one of your favorites. <laughs> play, play uh, for the Jaguars. That's a good football weekend, man. If you're a Clemson people, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, that's what I, I don't know. If Shatley would necessarily be yeah, a, Tyler Shatley. Shout yeah. out. Well, if he'd necessarily be a draw, but you know who I saw in the neighborhood this weekend? Who'd you see? Shatley. Oh, no, too bad. He lives up front. Uh, Josh Wells. Josh Wells, who was going to come in and be a real <laughs> swing guy for yeah, us. Yeah, I saw Josh Wells. He got, is he hurt or is he? He went on IR like yeah, yeah, in yeah, August, yeah. so. And that's it? He's not coming back, I guess. No. I think Wasn't he, a real good signing is what you're saying. I don't know. He just, I saw him, though. I didn't yeah. know if you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't really. Like, I don't know why people get so. <laughs> I want to talk. Uh, they, they get so mad at, like, Herb Street. Uh, like, he sat there and propped up FSU big time. He just stated his opinion, and they get mad at the opinion. Again, that somehow we can't even agree on the best deserving best. Isn't deserving the best? I mean, why? I don't understand why deserving and best are the, are two separate terms. Yeah. I'd like to live in a world where the most deserving is the best. i like to live in what a is world. It? I mean, because at the end of the day, the best is the 13-0 and 0 team. You can argue that you don't believe it yeah. or that they're ugly or their offense yeah. isn't good enough, but you don't know. Yeah. You know, again, this hypocrisy by everyone in order to prove a point, and this is one of those topics that allows everyone to prove a point. Like you said, you can make a legitimate argument for all six. You can prove every team worthy and valuable to go in. But this... This point, FSU would be a 12-point dog. Washington just played Oregon on a neutral field as a 10-point underdog and led the whole way and won the game. Yeah. So, I don't care if FSU would be. There have been teams in the past whose defense won them. Hey. I, by the way, Urban's first title, and nobody wants Florida to go. They're winning every game. 17-16, blocking field goals, mm-hmm. no offense. Mm-hmm. They went and played the number one team in the country and beat them 40. 1-14. Yeah. Yeah. So, you should have that chance if you do everything that the committee has told you to do until you did it. Urban also had a third-string quarterback, but the difference was that third-string quarterback in his conference championship game won 59 to nothing. So, that was the impressive look versus 16 to 6. But whatever. We're done with that. Uh, well, they didn't win the conference championship game 59 to nothing that yeah, year. Yeah, they beat Wisconsin 59 to nothing. Oh, you're talking about Urban. Now I thought you meant yeah. our 06 team. I no, was talking Ohio about. State beat, yeah, yeah. with their third-string yeah. quarterback, beat, beat uh, Wisconsin 59 to nothing. Um, <laughs> one other thing I... I felt badly for the Orange Bowl. Georgia-Florida State's a great matchup, right? I mean, I'm paying It would be, but I don't yeah. know what bowls mean anymore. Yeah, I know. But but they had, like, the Zoom call for the two coaches yesterday. <laughs> you could have seen two longer faces in college football than Kirby and uh, Mike Norvell. And the poor Orange Bowl guy's like, all right, coach, congratulations on uh, the Orange Bowl. Uh, <laughs> just your thoughts. Yeah, that's good. Great. Really happy about it. I, I need to, um, uh, you know, in the middle of all this football, we're going to turn yeah. our attention back to the uh, Jaguars Monday Night Football yes. tonight. 
some things you we you know listen it's fun to 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 grind on becoming the top seed there's some things we need to do and get better at here in this home stretch to be a real threat and contender right mm-hmm. a couple of them are the short yardage and then there's the red zone and those are important things yes. Let's, we'll we'll circle back to that but i do need to know i remember back in the day your excitement did you have a high pick that year and by the way the year you drafted Kellenic, like you at one point he was your he was your the was future of the Mets guy Right? Yeah. And then ultimately, what, did he ever even, you traded him before he became a Met, did you not? Yes. Did, he never, right. So you trade him as part, he is like the key, he's the one that you worry about becoming a star when you trade oh, him yeah. to Seattle to get. It's kind of like Pete Crow Armstrong now. Okay. Who went to Chicago for yeah. Avi. Yeah. Yeah. But we did get sugar for him. Right. But Met fans were up in arms over that trade. Yeah, the fact that you're giving up on him. Now, he went on to, to Seattle I know I can remember just following it happen chance because you're tracking your guy. He got off to a super slow start, did he not? He was a sixth overall pick. Yes, he was awful. I mean, terrible. He came up and went down. He came up and went down. He's hitting like 130, 130. In three years, he went 181, he went 141. And then this year, with his most playing time, he had 105 games before. He's got a bit, he's known as a bit of a temper, might not be a great clubhouse guy. It's a strange move. Right. But this year, he seemed to kind of find himself. And I will say this about Double A: he finds those guys when they're about to become good. I think his assumption is the relievers that the that the Braves got are about to become good, and that this kid mm-hmm. is about mm-hmm. to become good. We're going to put him in left field, and you know he'll be a forty forty guy. Mm-hmm. But he did have eleven uh, home runs, thirteen stolen bases in limited in you know, hundred games last year before he hurt himself, and his average had improved to two fifty three. So uh, he went from a negative WAR guy's first two years to had a WAR of two when he went out, which means he was tracking towards. A decent season, so I, I just find it hard to you know the rumor around Atlanta Braves baseball is that this is going to be a year they're going to do something big. This can't be big. Well, is I it? was reading what I read about the Braves was <clears throat> he said this ends the search for the left fielder. Like, is Azuna gone? Well, I I think at at the very least they could platoon, but okay. Azuna may be gone. I, I but don't. They're know. still saying like Arcia could be the left fielder or Grissom could be the. Mm-hmm. He, he he would yeah. not commit to Kellenic, but I guess he's going to pick the best one of those guys. Well, for now he's under contract, uh, uh, Azuna that is, and so I think they'd have to get the right deal. If not, they'd go in with both of them. This is not a lot of money here with Kellenic, and they didn't give yeah. up much to get him. One more quick uh, baseball note: You think the NFL draft is? Oh, by the way, Jackson Kowar, who they got yeah. from the from the Royals, yeah. the Gata. Has already been traded. Yeah. Uh, you think the NFL draft is iffy? These okay. are the guess who went three picks after Jared Kellenick in 2018. First round pick, ninth overall. Um, yeah, well, I'm gonna assume it's gonna be like you know. E, uh, you know this person? Uh, oh, uh, okay. Jazz. Who? Chisholm? No. Okay. No. This person. Uh, is it the uh, uh, Dunning? No. This person. E, you watched yesterday. Well, I watched yesterday. Yeah. Oh, I know who it is. Yeah. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. <laughs> Kyler Murray was a Top ninth pick draft. of the MLB draft. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta. The A's. Uh, A's. Yeah. Uh, Casey Mize went first. How's he doing? He's the Auburn pitcher and went to Detroit, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Hadn't done much. Joey Bart went second. I not not heard of him yet. Alec Bohm went third. Bohm plays for the Phillies and plays a big role for them. Nick Madrigal went fourth. Uh, he, he's in the league. Yeah. Jonathan India. Been very fifth. good. He was the rookie of the year, actually. Yeah. Kellenick sixth. Ryan Weathers, seven. Weathers is, uh, is that the Marlins? Is he a pitcher? Padres, but I don't know okay. where he is a pitcher. Your think, guy was Carter Stewart that year. Don't even know where he is. Uh, Kyler Murray, Travis Swaggerty, Grayson Rodriguez, Jordan Groshans, Connor Scott, 
Logan Gilbert, Cole Wynn, Matthew Libertor. These are guys' first-round picks in the MLB draft. All right, enough about that. Let's get to the Jags. What do they have to do better? Well, in these last five they, games? They are, uh, never mind the couple of interesting things from Pro Football Focus. The O-line continues to fail miserably when they are stacked up against the rest of the league. But do you know who Pro Football Focus's number one rated quarter, cornerback is? Is it Tyson? Darius Williams. Darius Williams. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Um, like, those things can can ebb and flow. Yeah. I, I, uh, Williams had a couple of tough spots against Houston, but, of course, right. they were throwing at him at, at the team all day. Yeah. Um, they have to get better in two things, Dan. They are terrible in red zone offense. Contending teams don't go into the red zone and score touchdowns less than half the time. They are not bad. They are terrible. Like, let me see the exact stat. Last I checked, they were like 29th in red zone. Um, red zone conversion, you know, converting touchdowns in the red zone. Mm-hmm. I wish I could, you know, I had it before. Um, I'll have to look it up. In the second, they're, they're like 29th or 30th in the league in third and one to three yards. So we are failing miserably in short yardage, and we're failing badly in the red zone. Those are two. Those are mo- that's money, man. Money is that short yardage situation. The Eagles have made it boringly easy. You've got to be able to convert. You keep drives alive. You keep the clock in your favor. Whatever the reason is, but but their inability to cash in touchdowns in the red zone is is yeah, you know. It's worrisome. Let's just put it that. And the short yardage doesn't make sense. I mean, it doesn't make sense. You know, as we said before, ETN's one of the better backs in the league. He's played oh, that yeah. way. 100%. No, so I think it speaks to... Um, you know that uh, uh, when we talk about ETN in the ground game, we do not average yards per carry on the ground, man. I mean, Bigsby's 2.4. Dearness Johnson is like a yard better. ETN's under four. Yeah, and last year those were good. But again, remember we talked about like yards over expectation. He had to do it on his own. Yeah. The O line is just they, we are we are winning in spite of him. Seems to be every bit of analysis takes you there. Yeah. We're winning in spite of an O line. We're winning with a. I guess the right tackle has played okay according to Tony. I, I think the verdict's in on the center, and they're gonna have to get a new one. That seems to be permeating now through the organization. Really? I'm hearing that from oh, people that normally wouldn't be. Critical. I, I you need a new center. This guy's getting pushed around and, and and not playing near the top. All right, red zone touchdown percentage this year. For We're instance, not very good. Uh, the leader, the Dolphins, are seventy five percent. The Jaguars are twenty fifth at forty eight percent. The only teams worse: the Jets, the Giants, Tennessee, Vegas, Tampa. Right, bad teams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's offensively. Now look, it's a different deal when you talk about the defense and where they have shown up. But they got to get better in short yards. Third and short, one to three yards. They've been bad, and they got to get better in the red zone, man. You you got to you've got to hit more than less than fifty percent. Because look, here are the teams at the top. By the way, mm-hmm. tell me if you see anything in common: Miami, Buffalo, Baltimore, San Francisco. I mean, those are like good playoff worthy teams. Kind of some surprises, though. Philly's eighth. Kansas City is 13th, only 55%. Don't you think the red zone is a fixable problem for Doug Peterson? You would think you would start to draw and up And so something. if that's the case, then that means – because I, like I said, the last two weeks – and again, we have to keep in mind the competition. 
the last two weeks, the Jags have scored 58 and should have been 68 well, points. Well, last week they were 66% in the red zone. Yeah. They went two out of three or four out of six. And yeah. then, but still, over the last three games, they're still just 50%, and their season average is, is 48%. If you look up here to get to the top, to get in the top 10, you got to be like 60% touchdown rate in the red zone. And there are bad teams that are doing that. Yeah. The Bengals, the, the Bears almost, the, the Washington Commanders, the Rams, Arizona, 63% touchdown conversion. Mm-hmm. The Jags have done a lot of driving the ball. I mean, getting yards has not been, even getting, you know, enough points hasn't been a problem, but got to be better. In the, again, now we're also now talking about positioning a team to win it all, right? Not to be a playoff team, not to be mm-hmm. good, not to win tonight. Mm-hmm. But if we're going to look for it, because, and we say this because of the reality after Kansas City lost last night again, there is something wrong in KC. They yeah. are not a dominant team. No. I do, even if it's not Jacksonville, I do not think Kansas City will be the home field. Do you? Uh, I guess a lot will depend on how they do against boy, Buffalo it's, next it's, week. It's you know, it's a week-to-week league, but it has been persistent throughout 12 games of their season that the offense, for whatever reason, it's weird because they won the Super Bowl last year without the Cheetah. But this year, it's more noticeable. I think that even I think they even missed like the Juju Smith Schusters of the world. Maybe, Dan, last year for them, I think he caught like seven, now, 60, I think 70 that one, balls. That rookie is getting better. Yeah, Rasheed Rice. Yeah, he's playing. But they're better. just not. It's the, the old like last night. I was surprised how much he was pressured. Well, he got sacked three times in the red zone early. They were all over him. They got him late in the game too. I don't know how many sacks the Packers ended with, but and by the way, the Packers aren't exactly full health. They're missing some of their best guys. I know. Bactari, their tackle, well, they were Aaron missing Jones. Their, they were missing their secondary, from what yeah. I understand. Yeah. So I, the, the the Chiefs got issues. The yeah. Chiefs are not not like I feel really confident the Chiefs aren't winning the Super Bowl. I would agree. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it'll be in a. I mean, to be honest with you, I put my money on the Niners right now. Or if not, then. Than the Eagles or the Cowboys. I think those are the three best teams. Yeah. I do. I think they're better than Baltimore and us and some others. We can prove them wrong. Yeah. But last time we uh, hooked up with one of those teams, they beat the living do out of us. Oh, dear. Hey, um, one other thing before we break. <clears throat> so, Kellenic Hall of Famer. That's what I got out of the baseball I mean, talk. double A sold his soul. It wouldn't shock me. Yeah. And, and then he would taunt the Mets and haunt the Mets, which would be perfect. It's typical, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, it would not surprise me in the least. Um. I just want to mention the Jets because you watched the Jets yesterday. I did. Well, Red Zone. And again, right. right. I, tried to, I tried to pirate some YouTube TV. It never worked out for me. I and was going to watch the ticket. Just, and YouTube again, must be better anti-pirating some of the others. Why you would play Tim Boyle over Simeon. They both stink. Yeah. But again, it just makes no yeah. sense. But I was thinking about the Jets. They've had, they had the second overall pick and the, what was Darnold? Third overall pick. He may have been, was he, he may have been, no, and what he year, may have been second. What year was Darnold? Like Josh five, Allen, 16 Six maybe? years ago? No, no, uh, they, we played seven, 18, five 18 years draft. Ago. Five years ago. Yeah. And he was the third overall. Third. Okay, so E. Uh-huh. Darnold and Zach Wilson, you've spent two top five picks in the last five years yeah. Yeah. on quarterbacks. And got nothing for and it. And you, and then signed... Aaron An MVP, yeah, for a and trillion you dollars. have the worst quarterback play in the NFL. Yeah. Well, By, I for, mean, the yeah. worst. Well, you know what? You want to hear something? Think about what the Jags did. Oof. The Jags did it with Leftwich, then Gabbert, yeah, then yeah. Bortles. Yeah. Twi- yeah. 15, 20 years of yeah, failure until you fair. get the right one. You know what, E? 
NFL teams don't get better. They get better quarterbacks. Let's come back and uh, put a wrap. We'll see what's going on. Either uh, trending. You got trending? I see you working in there. We'll trend as we get a countdown to kick off a Monday night uh, madness. They're asking for a blackout, so wear your black. Jags will be in all black. And let's leave the Bengals black and blue. It's the Monday morning quarterback. DivorcementOnly.com. I feel the master. I feel the Oh, yeah. Come on. Come on. Uh-huh. Bet we are Monday Night Football tonight. Yeah. We're going to tighten you up with a little bit of what's trending. We'll be trending here on 1010X all day long. It'll start with our own uh, daily programming right into Jags, uh, the 1010XL pregame, then Jaguars Network pregame. Got the game call right here. Tony, Jeb, Frank, and the gang. Uh, that'll be followed up by Jaguars postgame. Then the uh, fifth quarter show. Who knows? The boys may be here when I roll in in the morning, Dan Hicken. Uh, let's oh. let's hope we are celebrating a convincing win and a trip to the top of the AFC standings. That's right. Jags win tonight after Casey's loss last night. Uh, the Jaguars would be the number one seed in the AFC, which is five games to go. So we will see what's trending. And I will remind you, it's brought to you by Pet Paradise. With the holidays here, make sure you get those holiday reservations if you plan on traveling. That way you give your gifts, your pets rather, the gift of time to play, snooze and snuggle. Man, I tell you what, their staffs are going to love them. And uh, Pet Paradise is there for you with nine Northeast Florida locations. They treat your pets better than everywhere else. Number five. KD versus Adidas. Gentlemen, did y'all see this? No. (laughs) So uh, Anthony Edwards was asked, what player would he like to see wear his signature shoe? And he was like, I'd love to see Kevin Durant wear my shoe. Okay. Well, we know KD has triggered uh, Twitter fingers. So KD responded, I will never put my big toe in <laughs> in those expletive expletives. All right. So then Adidas, they took offense to it and they responded to KD saying, KD, you are dusty and you will be retired. Who said that? Adidas' Twitter account. Oh, man. <laughs> they called KD dusty and said that he'll be retired in a few years. Dang. Oof. Speaking of the NBA, by the way, I uh-huh. like the little fight with your guy and the Trailblazers coach. I'm glad that you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Number four. You mean LeBron and um, uh, Udoka? Yeah. Yeah, and he's actually that's that's a Rockets coach. Oh, I'm sorry, Rockets coach. Uh huh. So basically, uh, a lot of B words. Yeah, floating a, lot, around. a lot of B words floating LeBron around. LeBron doesn't like to be called a B. Yeah, I mean, no man want to be called a B word. So Did he look, call him a B? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was who is so, this coach? He's my new favorite coach. Who is this? It's, uh, uh, it's the guy used to coach the Celtics. Oh, I thought you said Adoka. it was the Blazers. The Dokas yeah, with Houston. He's, yeah, he's yeah. With, I said, oh, okay, yeah. okay, never mind. So yeah, so basically, LeBron. I don't know the NBA. I got you. Okay, <laughs> coach. There was I hear a, <laughs> LeBron got fouled. Yeah, and as usual, LeBron. Uh-huh. Ah, it's foul. Yeah. Whatever. Coach. Well, that's like, the that maybe I, it had to be. He has to be a little more in your face for him to use that word on LeBron. You are you can't carry LeBron's bag, son. He's, he's like, stop acting like a B-word. He said it a couple times. Yeah, stop like a B-word. that's not your place. LeBron walked over. I'm like, the B-word. You can't hold a job, buddy, because you can't, you know, keep it between uh-huh, the lines, uh-huh. right? Yep. I mean, I don't know if you're the one to be like. Listen, they're all crybabies. They all do. Every sport. So, I don't know if LeBron, listen, this is a polarizing dude. Huh? I don't know if LeBron's any more B-word than Kevin Durant or hey. anybody else. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hey, he, who has a better record, the Knicks or the Lakers? 
So hold on, I, I got can't you. Hear you. No, hold on, I got you. Sorry, I can't Shut hear you. Shut the f up. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Number three. Uh, by the way, I got this one uh, training. I don't want it to be a number, but the Patriots are the first team since 1938 to lose three straight games where they allowed 10 points or fewer. Oh, Can you imagine that? Shazam. Billy. God, that's awful. Tank is real. Hey, gentlemen, does the name Drew Greenlaw ring a bell? Dre Greenlaw. Dre Greenlaw. Yeah. Oh, he got into it last he night. He did. And I was surprised to find out that he got into it with the head of security. So, yeah. Dre Greenlaw. Mm-hmm. And the head of security for the Philadelphia Eagles got into a little scuffle. I've never seen anything like that. Uh, it, I, Dan and I are on, this is a good day, man. If you like the contentious, and today was the day to tune in. We're on opposite sides of this. He's the big old security guy. He's He, he sits there. to. to all he did was kind of put his – did you ever watch it, E? I didn't see the whole thing. I mean, I, I'm still on the side where – No, I'm just saying he kind of put his hand uh-huh. – as he was walking toward the bench, kind of put his, hey, man. And like, then chill, the, chill, Then chill. he kind of threw a fake punch at him. Like, Greenlaw shouldn't have been kicked out. Uh-huh. Uh, neither one of them should have been kicked out. No, there were no arm, no foul. He didn't throw a punch trying to hit him. He did one of those put his hands in the face and graze him kind of thing, Look, which was wrong. Yeah, point yeah in his that's face. right. Yeah. Which is just as annoying. That's, oh, that, that inspires the comeback absolutely. punch. Absolutely, yeah. But the head of security was just like, yeah, he probably used the B word there. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Number but it doesn't two. matter. You feel like right now the way the 49ers are rolling, they could take out like they, the NFL should make them sit six guys a week just to make it fair. I mean, they are rolling, baby. And we started that, by the way. You're welcome, NFL. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We got them going right here uh-huh. in Jacksonville on that Sunday afternoon three, four weeks ago. <laughs> the number two trending topic is something that we touched on many, many times this morning. Florida State. Yes. Do they belong in the top four or not? Yes. And I feel sorry. Like, I just seeing the video mm-hmm. of uh, – Coach Norvell and all the all the players around him. Mm-hmm. Like, dang, man. Yes. Ah, it sucks for them boys. Sorry, Judy Bud. Sorry, Judy Bud. Yeah. Yeah, it look, look you know, at the end of the day, it's this. Two things can be true. FSU got screwed. Based on the way the committee set up the final weekend of the season, they told FSU's players that they were number four and Texas was number seven. It is it is very makes a lot of sense for a kid who's twenty years old playing college football. If 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 the rules makers tell you you're four and they're seven and you go beat a team that's ranked higher than the team they're playing, it is certainly reasonable to think that, yeah, we're going to be in. I, and so my beef is not with – it's not to carry the banner for FSU. It's not with anyone but but a, what I would describe as a cowardly bunch of, of you know, middle-aged, shirt-collared men who were just disingenuous with their, their Tuesday poll. They did not think that FSU was better – than Texas. They never did, or they wouldn't have had them there. Anyway. So we'll move on, though, and get to play. Get to play, get to, get to play the four games. And by the way, the team they're all saying is lucky to get in there. Go ahead and mark my words, Hick. Bama will win it all. <laughs> and the reason why is because the F- the SEC has won 13 of the last 16, Dan. Yeah. That matters. Yeah. They are battle-tested and deep. And when they get to the end, you learn that the Big Ten is really the Big Two and a bunch of nobodies. And the Pac-12 is really the Pac-nothing. And 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 Michigan will find out in the very first game the four seed going to roll into the Rose Bowl and beat that Wolverine rear. And oh, but they're like, well, they may have beat us, but they shouldn't have been in. They got lucky against Auburn. All right, well here they come. Get ready. Number one and the number one trending topic: 
Some of y'all got all of y'all football in on Sunday. Yes. But tonight. Oh, yeah. In Duval County. Oh, yeah. Our Jacksonville Jaguars play host to the Cincinnati Bengals, and mm-hmm. that bank going to be litty. Mm-hmm. The whole city going to be out here. Make sure y'all tune in. Monday Night Football, Jacksonville Jaguars, Cincinnati Bengals. Come on, somebody. Let's do it. Let's do it. That's what's trending. Well done, E. Uh, we get ramped up, and we hand it off we to ready? Jaguars today. We ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. A big game tonight. Going to be a lot of fun festivities down at the stadium. Again, they are. Uh, Jags will be in the all-black. They're asking for the blackout tonight on Monday Night Football. They're going to have some special light show that you're going to hook up through the apps on your phone. So, um, you wanted your chance in the spotlight. Jag fan has craved it. They've screamed for it. Uh, tonight's tonight. You can go out and represent the bank and uh, show the country. What Jaguar football is all about. So looking forward to looking forward to an exciting day programming here on 1010XL. We'll put uh, come back, introduce you to Jaguar today, put a wrap on it next. Now, the two-minute drill brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping 1010XL rolling with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. Hello, Tony. How are you guys? Oh, game day. Monday yeah, game right. day. Yeah. You haven't had that on ever. Ever. Well, uh, well not. At, oh, yes, you have. Just not, not at home? Yeah. yeah. Not on the current iteration of the, yes. you know, Jaguars today. You know, as yeah. we're currently constructed, no, we've never okay, done this. There you go. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Wow, that's great. So, a lot to talk about. What do you got on a Monday? Uh, we got David Garrard will be joining us. We'll Good. do what we typically do on a Friday. Keys to victory for mm-hmm. the Jaguars tonight. and. My goodness, that Green Bay win last night. Does that open some doors oh, for man. a lot of teams in the AFC, but the Jags at the top of the list that they can just keep winning? I was like, oh, KC will win this game. Of course, I had Green Bay plus six and a half. And I was desperate for just not getting bageled. Yeah. So happy to get a win. But we Mahomes, do our, threw, uh, Mahomes threw a bad pick. and He did. We do our confidence picks every week. Mm-hmm. You know, you rank the games, yeah. you know, one through 12, yeah. whatever. And uh, this week, I think, with the Jags coming up tonight, who I had at the top of my list, okay. I think we all did, um, mm-hmm. on this week's picks, I'm 10-1 and one Ooh. this week in the NFL. And nice week. The one I lost was Pittsburgh. Yeah. Probably it's, was high on the confidence meter. It was, yeah. I would, too. I yeah. mean, how do you see that unfolding? But so be it. But, we'll yeah, I, th- I thought Green Bay, the way they're playing right now, the long break at home against the Kansas City team that, you know, they don't score all that much no, this they year. Don't. It's just hard to accept that, though. Yeah. You keep waiting for There's this. another story. It's come up within our college football talk. It's in the Pittsburgh. How much different would sports and football be if there was no Vegas? Vegas probably has too much of an impact on what we think and how we derive decisions that we make. Perhaps. It really does. You look but around. I mean, but how many fans pay attention to Vegas? Well, we use it. It's used as a weapon, though, in discussion. Yeah. If FSU yeah. were in, they'd be a 14-point underdog, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was Washington. So was Arizona yesterday, <laughs> for that matter, right? Yeah. So, anywho. Right. Well, have All a great right. show. Yeah. Thank you. Mike and Tony, Jaguar State's coming up here, top of the hour. E! It's been now, today's takeaways, brought to you by Key Buick GMC, where our family dealership has been helping families buy vehicles for over 50 years. Jeffrey? Uh, I learned today that uh, Dan is dumb and I'm stupid. <laughs> Just ask someone. <laughs> it's good to be dumb. Oh, oh man. Nice to meet you. I'm stupid. The good news is then I could get the T-shirt that said, I'm with stupid yeah. and wear the arrow. <laughs> yeah, you got to get dumb and dumber or yeah, whatever. Yeah, That's your shirt. That, I'd have to get E a shirt then if we're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I see what I did there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> e? You don't mind. Just Could you give me a Duval from inside in there yeah. from that deep 
uh-huh. impassioned a voice of yours. Can I get a Duval? Duval! Perfect way to end the show. How's it going? <laughs>